Welcome back to Value Stack. Today, I'm joined by my buddy, Colin Crossman, founder, I guess is the CEO, co-CEO of Distributed Hash. General partner. Yeah. General partner. Neither we're, one of them. We're kind of a triumvirate. <laughs> yeah. No, no superiority claiming one or the other. And you started Distributed Hash with Rob, who what? was a guest yep. a, couple, uh, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, Rob bikes and Bitcoin, and uh, my wife, and we'll be uh, we'll be bringing on a fourth partner uh, later this year, um, who's uh, actually moved to Gillette and is going to be the on-site on boots on the ground guy. Gillette, what uh, you mean? Like, like is that Gillette, Gillette, Wyoming? Yeah, that's where the facility the, is. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you're already starting off bad with this OPSEC. I thought you guys were a privacy miner. We're privacy minded. We don't, I'm not going to tell you who who's in the facility. Well, there's but, like one facility in Gillette, my, Wyoming. I bet. <laughs> Uh, maybe <laughs> which we'll talk about as we I have some questions on like why no one lives in Wyoming considering that you know they have such good laws and um favorable tax structure mm -hmm. regulation and stuff like that um but before we get into that I would love to hear how you got into bitcoin I, th I think you had said you told your story a few times so uh, maybe we'll keep it like pretty concise. We don't have to go too deep into it. But well, actually, never been recorded on it. I've I've, talk, I've talked about it on uh, Clubhouse and, oh, well, and stuff. But uh, you're in the that first case, guy. Let's go, man. Yeah, there you go. So I got I got into Bitcoin in 2011. Um, and uh, like like anybody who can who says that, yeah, I actually have the receipts and the proof. But uh, I was um, I was working night shift at uh, at the hotel, and um, and my wife and I had a had a boutique bed and breakfast and. I was working night shift and I was reading, uh, in, in between playing, uh, Eve online, uh, I decided to set up, uh, a Bitcoin, um, node, which back then was a whole, you know, installing core and everything. And of course that's, this is before GPU or right around the time GPU mining way before ASICs. Um, I think butterfly labs was a thing back then, but I was, uh, CPU mining. Wow. Yeah. That long ago. That long ago. CPU mining. And um, I was, uh, I think the only pool was slush pool. I don't even know F, if it was. Was it F2 pool at that? No, no. no F2, F2, it's, it was slush pool, but it was called something else. But it wasn't F2 because F2 is still around. Oh, F2 is a different one. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's it, slush pool that renamed itself to brains pool. Yeah. Well, That's what I was thinking but of. It was I think it was before it was called even slush pool. It was, I think okay. it was called something else. But it was the same pool as, as, as now brains pool, formerly slush pool. And I'm thinking it was formerly, formerly something, else. something else, but um, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there. I mined 18 plus Bitcoin off of Apple Mac Mini CPUs. You hear that, IRS? Of course, it was only worth a couple of grand, and I sold it all. And this was back in 2011, 2011, 2012. So you could, I was getting it was a, What was the block reward back? Does that 2050? 50. Oh, it was still the first it was, epoch. It, it first epoch, it was 50, and I was getting. On, on, I think it was like, call it 17 or 18 Apple minis, uh -huh. one whole coin every five days on CPU. Whoa. And uh, I was, I didn't know what I had and I, I minded and uh, then Most I- Most people still don't, well, yeah, by the way. That's true. Right? Very <laughs> true. Very true. Um, and uh, sometime in 2012, I wanted a motorcycle. I pushed it all to Mount Gox, sold it. And uh, got well, your cash out at least. Got it. Oh, oh, oh I got okay, it. I got it all out. I got the motorcycle. At least you got the motor. I mean, I was gonna say it's an expensive motorcycle, but no, not as a, expensive was, as it would have been had you got goxed. Yeah, well, that's true. I got my money out. Got the motorcycle. 
motorcycle got stolen a couple of years later. So I oh, so you did get stupid motorcycle. <laughs> but uh, you did get gawked just yeah. in another way. <laughs> but then I didn't. I didn't look. I did. I, I mean, I I kept my eye on Bitcoin from 2012 on, but I never. I didn't own any, and I didn't get back into it until call it 19. Oh wow, that's and, a big yeah. Usually it's like a couple years, right? That's like seven years. Yeah, it's like seven years, and I. I mean, I kept my eye on it, watch it. I, I saw the run up in 18, 17, 18, uh, but I wasn't in, uh, everything crashed and I kind of, I was doing my own thing, running, running the hotels. And, um, then, uh, then I saw in 19, um, some things in my life changed and I'm like, I should get back into this. I started teaching myself and I will admit I got back in through shit coins. Yeah. I, uh, That's most people. I know. I mean, I got attracted. I looked at Ethereum. I'm like, this is interesting, but it's kind of lame. So, yes, I got back in through Cardano. I rolled my you eyes. You didn't have to say that. I did, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, up, I'm up front and open about it. I got in and through our Cardano, and then I, I, max, I, I went and I, my, my journey from shitcoin to Bitcoin maximalist was done as not, not part of the community. I, maxim, uh, I maxied myself. Like, I, I got into Cardano. I had I had all the name coin. So back back in 2011, 2012, CPU mining, you merge mined name coin. Well, I sold all my Bitcoin, but I didn't sell the name coin. I still had the wallet. So I had all the name coin. What is name coin? Uh, so name coin is the only shit coin that Satoshi himself had mentioned. I think at least I think that's the story. He actually okay. talked about name coin was this project where, you, where it was supposed to be DNS on the blockchain. It was also bullshit, just like everything else. But uh, it's one of the earliest altcoins, shitcoins, um, but because it also used SHA-256, when you mined it, oh, you it, could, mer you you could merge mine at the same time. So when I, I restarted my Bitcoin journey, I had all this name coin that I sold and turned into Bitcoin. And so that's kind of what I used to regenerate and you know, build, build back up. Then I also got into Cardano right about the same time and um, uh, bought some of that, realized, wait, this is crap sold it all yeah. turned it all into bitcoin and that's when like, late 19 early 20 right at, right as covid was hitting everything that's when i sort of entered the community right after right. i had maxim you know, maxed myself so it's about the same about the same time frame i mean i, I think i first started learning about it in 17 mm -hmm. like summer 17 or so um and then started taking it more seriously in like mid 19 um it was like right when all the tech stocks started just going crazy because i worked in the financial industry it was mm -hmm. like the valuations like the price to earnings of these like tech stocks they just went crazy yeah and i and like I've, i was a kind of a gold bug like uh, i had my portfolio was like more positioned to commodities for like the better part of the 2010s mm -hmm. and i just got smoked and like tech stocks quite you know did amazing so i just like after a while, I was like, you know, Bitcoin seems like a real good commodity because they can't print more of it. I forget what I've read. It was a handful of, you know, pieces that I read over time. But eventually, it just got to the point where I was like, I think it was like I was started to DCA in like 19. And then by 20, I was like, no more DCA. <laughs> just go like, all in. Like, I was just like, we don't have, we don't have time. Yeah. Like, I mean, even like, I can't believe 2020 was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, it's still like, I was walking around the grocery store today and tons of people still wearing masks. 
And then like, and I actually had that thought. I was like, holy crap. I remember when this was like a real, like everyone, it was a mandate. And like, they're yeah. like, the police are like, put your mask on. And then the grocers <laughs> yeah. like handling my green onions and all with their bare hands. And I'm like, wait, why are we doing this? Oh God. But yeah, dude, crazy time. So, um, I think a lot of people probably, I mean, that was like kind of what, what the bull market happened in like mid twenty, early Q1, Q2, 2020. So yeah, kind of like, coincided with a lot of people's realization mm-hmm. of. Well, cause it was, well, we had that huge crash in March of 20. Right after, like, what was it? Was oh, it was yeah. it wasn't Bitcoin? It was everything. Fifty percent in a yeah. day, and it went down to what, like, eight thousand, nine thousand, something like that. No, it went down to like three thousand. Oh, you're right. You're right. It went from like six to three, yeah. and that's in a day. Um, as a when that happened, that's uh, that was my that was a big that was a big purchase for me. Like I, I saw yeah. that, and I'm like, mm, you know, I'm I'm seeing the like. So I was in the hotel industry at the time, uh, and I saw the supply chains just collapsing. Right, and I'm like. Well, at least I want something. And so why like why do you think it is that when when things go on sale like Bitcoin, mm-hmm. people just don't want anything to do with it. But when it goes way up, they do. I know it happens with stocks, but it's something that like when con- when you're talking about something that people consume, when it goes up in price, they don't want to buy it. Mm. When you're talking about an investment, and it goes up in price, they do want to buy it. Like, but, but the best time to buy something is when the price goes down but in both cases, right? Like, like when I go to the grocery and I see like pork shoulders, like buy one, get one free. Yep. Doesn't matter if I need pork or not, dude. Boy's getting something put in the deep freezer, mm-hmm. right? So like, why do you think it is that people have this like cognitive dissonance when it comes to crashes in Bitcoin and investments where it doesn't really happen in anything else. I think it's a herd mentality where people see, you know, they, they, they see something crashing and they think, oh, that's a loser. I want out. And everybody runs to the exits and you get a, um, like a overreaction. And like, can think about it. Like when you, when you go over a bump and your, and your shocks are bad in your car and it's just like, boom, 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 boom. And that's, that's a, uh, yeah, like, like a, like a ringing or something where it just goes, way too far and everybody dumps it thinking i'm going to be out of the door and then then it comes back up and people start to realize it, it goes far enough down and they're like okay now it's time to buy and then it just shoots back up and so you get basically like a like a ringing or a spring effect yeah so it's like like rubber band like yeah the further you stretch it the harder it snaps back mm-hmm. and then and, and but but on the way down it's it's like a momentum so they like everything's just going down and everybody's like i'm on i want out i want out but like herd mentality exists in all things like why is it so different with investments you think i, I think it's just, yeah the fear most people well, first of all most people aren't professionals in it right most people are only professionals in their little area and but everybody just like the fiat the fiat world pushes everybody to have to deal with investments which we know is right. like the financialization Trap. of everything. Right. Well, but most people aren't professionals, so they're not, they're not thinking. Well, yeah. I, get, I guess like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think through this. So in like a consumption aspect, so okay, like eggs, for example, in Colorado, right? Like three weeks ago, the egg, there were no eggs. Hmm. Then they jacked the price up to like $10 a dozen. Now they're, the, I went there, no more limit on how many eggs you can buy. Nothing. The whole freaking shelf was stocked full of eggs. And I stood there looking in the eggs and I was like, do I really want to pay $10 for $8, $9 for a dozen of eggs? No, I don't. 
Yeah, buck and, and egg. Jeez. Yeah, and I know it was cheaper to buy a pack of bacon, which is like <laughs> crazy. I was like, That's I'm going to have bacon and bacon instead of bacon and eggs. But um, yeah, it's like so for this example, like the price goes up and like people stop buying it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Like if people would just do that with their investments, they'd be far more successful, you know. Well, like yeah, right now is a great time to well, right, accumulate. I think. Well, I think it, and it's and it. I think it's one of those things where they, when, when the price is going up, people think it's going to keep going up. When, when it's going down, they think it's going to keep going down. But like you said, with the eggs, it's the other way around where it's a consumption th- good. So they're, it's getting more expensive and they just limit it. And, and do, is the difference that with an investment, like you're planning to sell it later, I think whereas a lot of with are. the consumption, you're locking it in and you're consuming it so it doesn't matter what the value is later? Yeah. Like, well, you can't, you can't resell an egg. I mean, you probably could like, yeah, like I'm not going to buy an egg from you unless, uh, you know, you, you have chickens and I know this mm-hmm. chicken that made the egg, not that you didn't get it at Costco. <laughs> came first, the yeah. chicken or the egg. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, like, cause I didn't know, like, if, if, I don't know what you got, like how it was stored and everything, but with, with an investment, right. like a share of stock or a Bitcoin is the same as any other. Right. So, I mean, it's not like this one is somehow bad compared to that one. Whereas, you know, at least in the supermarket or, a, or a farm stand or something, I know those eggs they weren't like handled by 50 other people. <laughs> right. But I mean, and that's, and, and, but you also see the same thing right now with cars, like the used car market's crazy. Um, and, uh, but it, uh, unlike with, with eggs, like with something with a, with a food stuff or something, you can, you can at least exchange eggs for bacon or eggs for bread or whatever. I mean, if you have, you need transportation, you need transportation. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's a crazy world right now. And I think that we're, we're living through a, a dislocation in fiat that's that's driving everybody insane. Well, I mean, this is uh, this is exactly why I've started like buying like meat locally from like ranchers and all because I'm starting to be like skeptical because I see the government and regulatory environment interfering with the supply chains mm-hmm. with our food supply and demonizing meat. Yep. And I I I I, could, I texted I texted someone. Yesterday, uh, a screenshot was like, it was an ad for like deforestation. And it was like, save our planet by killing these carbon storing wood forests. And I like, they were basically like demonizing trees for storing carbon. (laughs) And I was like, okay, this is stranger than reality because they literally consume carbon to give us oxygen so that we can breathe. Well, that and, and, Storing carbon means it's not in it's the atmosphere. It's not in the atmosphere, right? But of course, you know that the 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 Europeans, <laughs> in order to be greener, they're cutting down a, uh, North American forests, turning them into wood pulp, and shipping it over there for them to burn. Uh, you didn't hear about that? Oh no. yeah, they're like uh, they all these pellet stoves in Germany and, and other areas. They're just they're they're, they're they can't make them because in Europe because they either the forests are protected or they just don't have enough. So they're chopping down North American, you know, American and Canadian forests turning them into wood pellets, shipping them to Europe so that they can be greener. Because chopping down forests, putting them on a diesel-powered barge or diesel-powered um, shipping boat and it's, tr- pushing them over the Atlantic and burning them in Europe is somehow greener. Than, well, it's like when you break them, like when the money's broken, it completely like messes up all of the economic incentives all the way through the supply chain from yeah. the very beginning. I mean, that's why like a lot of times buying beef like locally from your rancher is more expensive. Yeah. Um, because it's not like all these shortcuts that they take in the mass production. Um, could you speak maybe to like a little bit about how you 
how, like how you justify like you know yeah. the, the like buying from your rancher given that we are in a tough economy prices are going up but yet it's still worth it right yeah we, so so um yeah we i i, I work with a couple of uh, a group a group of local guys um and we all get together and buy um animals from we've had a couple from jason rick uh beef bee, beef bees bitcoin on twitter and he's over in montrose i think it is or yeah. or, or crawford crawford they're right next to each other yeah, yeah. and uh, so we buy animals from him um and i think it works out to like eight dollars a pound which is for for on the ground beef side that, that that sounds horrible if you look at the grocery store right but for the new york strip <laughs> but yeah but it's average of course so like right. you're getting ribeye in new york strip and filet for nine bucks a pound or eight bucks a pound and you're getting ground beef for eight bucks a pound but um and yeah, it, it's which you can taste the difference. No, we, we were well, talking I, about that before we started recording. Can, I, I can taste the difference. Oh, you can totally taste. Some the people difference. don't like it, prefer it. Like I, I well, his is grass. His is grass fed, grass finished, and so that's a it's it's a bit of a different flavor profile, and it's a bit leaner. So, um, mm -hmm. if you if you like the really thick, heavily marbled, corn fed, corn finished steak, it may not be for you. Although you should give it a try because it's really awesome. Um, but the flavor profile is a bit. Um, I don't know what I would say. Uh, not gamey. It's not like it's not like um, no actual. Yeah, I, I would say it's kind of it. It tastes more wild. Yeah, I guess for me. So my, my, the the stuff I get at the grocery stores tastes very processed. Like, yeah, I think it's the corn. It just take it makes it taste very bland. So I'm gonna go. Uh, people may call me absolutely crazy for this, but what I find in gamey meat is it tastes fishy, and here's why I think that is because they're higher in omega-3s. And uh -huh. I think that my palate picks it up. It reminds you of it. Yeah. Um, and so it's got like a, it's not like fishy in the sense of like, you know, you're eating actual fish, but it's got a, like a hint of fishiness to it. And I think that's because it's the higher omega-3s, which means it's healthier for you. And so for some people, that, that translates to gaminess. Um, for me, it's, it's a, okay, this is grass-fed, this is high-quality beef. Right. It's really good. And yeah, you're, you're, you're spending a little bit more money than the, you know, grain fed, grain finished, uh, Australian beef that's shipped over to Costco or, um, not, uh, or Sam's club or Walmart or whatever, or your local grocery store even. Um, but, uh, at the end of the day, the nutrient density is higher. The, um, the, it's a tastier cut of meat, uh, and you're getting the whole animal. So like when you buy, when you buy a whole animal, you're not just getting the ground you're not just getting you know the, the cuts but you're getting the tallow you get or the, that's the my fat. favorite part i oh. started rubbing tallow on my face in the morning oh god it's a, it, it, it well People, i haven't done that but i but well, i you better start I, i'll look into that <laughs> you better start dude well, my, <laughs> it's i'm telling you man i read some reviews and i was like this shit's magical well, I, I gotta know, get it well i know that there was a uh, clara and fitz are making tallow um face balm and stuff i know some other people who are gonna get are started they the ones it. doing the bars too mm -hmm, i think yeah, so yeah yeah, yeah. But now I'm looking into getting some uh, local um, pork, uh, which, which, which is hard. I need a pork guy. Well, I found one. I found one. I'll, I'll, I'll get you the deets after this. But uh, uh, Sounds like a drug deal. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> you know, give it. You know, you got yeah, the I money, got, I got the pork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the alley at 4 p.m. Yeah, good, good bacon. Yeah, we can still do it daytime because it was bacon. Yeah. But he, he, <laughs> admittedly, it's, it's harder to get out here in, in Colorado, Wyoming. Why is that? Uh, it's just not, not the best, um, what do you call it, climate. To raise, to raise pigs. Yeah. Because mm. even, even so, you know, cause I grew up on the East Coast, and um, you can get 
I think I think the the numbers are in the in the range of like one cow per couple of acres, two to three, four acres. Um, and in North Carolina, hog farms are just Dude, everywhere. So I've noticed like pork is pretty cheap here. Like maybe I'm just getting some real sh- well, I don't bottom know. of the barrel. You're getting, like, I don't know what you're getting in pork. I go to the Asian supermarket. They have crazy good prices on meat. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. The, the Asian supermarkets have, have really good like prices on meat. On, like, it's a secret that it's not really like a well-kept secret, but just go to the Asian grocery in whatever town you live in. Yeah. The it's, chicken prices there, I want to say at King Supers, the grocery store is like three fifty a pound for chicken breasts, hmm. four three ninety nine maybe. Asian grocery one forty nine a pound. I felt like I was going back to twenty seventeen, dude. Wow, it there's, was there's, like last week. Their spices are good too. Oh yeah, it's a half Asian, half Mexican grocery oh. store. Or, you know, maybe it's like, I don't know. That was the More secret in North Myth. Carolina too. Is go to the go to the um the was, ours was H Mart, which was Korean. Yep, this yeah. is like uh yeah H Mart basically the same thing, but just not that one. But I'm not gonna say it because. Can't get my secrets out, boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's never a line there, and I would like to keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'll tell you off camera. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I just, so I, I got the beef from Jason twice now, mm-hmm. and um, I'm looking for a pork guy. I'm looking for an egg guy, too. Could egg. be an egg lady also. But it doesn't have to be a guy, but. I haven't got an egg, I haven't egg, got an egg source yet. I got to get an egg source and I got a milk source. Both of those are. I don't yeah. like milk, but I, you know, I would use like a cream or butter. Like I would, I would still go for that, but I just don't drink. I don't, I don't know. I just don't like, like the taste of milk. I don't know. It's weird to me. Well, I want to, I want to start to get, I'm going to get into making my own cheese. Yeah. That's like that sounds a, good. a thing. Cause like or ice uh, cream. Oh yeah. Well, or, or, even cream, or even cream. Heavy cream in my coffee. Yeah, yeah. Heavy cream. Yeah. I drink my coffee black. Mm. Uh, I, 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 I learned that I really like heavy cream in my coffee or butter in my coffee. Um, I don't do sugar or anything, but just a little bit of heavy cream. It's like takes so the edge off. I, I, I watched, it was a podcast or read something on the internet. I don't know, but read somewhere that combining fat with caffeine like increases the, um, what do you want to call it? Like uptake or, you know, let's say it's like a 50% uh, efficiency of like how good it spreads through hmm. your body. That makes sense. When you when you add fat, it's like eighty percent. Basically, your body absorbs the caffeine better, and um, the fat like sends like fireworks in your brain. It's like caffeine, fat. Fuck, today's gonna be a good day, my boys. <laughs> well, that makes sense because caffeine is uh is not very water soluble. It's actually a fat soluble thing. So you have to that, must, to that must be exactly yeah. why it is. Yeah, so you're like coating it. Just like how you have to, like, if you're if you're taking certain vitamins, you have to ha- take them with a meal or something. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you take in a vitamin, like, on a dry, empty stomach oh, before sp- B vitamins, they'll they'll wreck yeah. you. Yeah. Just everywhere, yak every time. Mm-hmm. It's like I, tr- I I forget sometimes, and I've even tried like with just like a protein shake. Mm-hmm. Nope. You better have some solid food in your stomach, yep. man. Or it's, or it's gonna be a bad time. And yeah. you know, I'm kind of sus on vitamins anyway. Like, I feel like it need to be, like, most of my vitamins need to be coming from food and, like, natural sources, but I just don't need enough variation in my diet, probably. Like, I just, like, eh, it might help. Well, that's why, that's why the, uh, uh, getting the, the, you know, locally raised beef is so good because, you know, the, uh, those things are going to have much higher nutrient density than, uh, something that's been shipped and, you know, who knows how long it's been sitting, frozen, whatever. Things, things do go bad. I mean, not necessarily bad enough to hurt you, but, you know, you'll lose some, quality and if it's if it's uh like chickens that have been or even uh, you can taste it in strawberries right 
You ever had a you ever had a, a rapidly grown strawberry? It tastes like cardboard with a hint of strawberry scent. No, and, I don't eat strawberries. Okay. Well, if, if, if I saw that TikTok video where they like put it in salt and bugs came out, and dude, I never ever ate a strawberry ever again. I didn't see that, don't, so I'm not gonna look at that. Don't. Well, it's I already destroyed your no. theory of strawberries now. But I, no, but it's real. Yeah, like, even apples. If you have, if like, you just soak. If you soak strawberries in salt water, tiny little bugs will start crawling out of there, dude. I swear to you. I saw it on TikTok, and I was like, "Come on, like, yeah, BS." Did it? Freaked the heck out, threw the whole thing away, never ate it again because I will not eat Z bugs. Oh, yeah, don't and eat And I'm bugs. like, this is how they're trying to get me comfortable with it without me even knowing. Mm. Um, then I went and did some internet research, and it's like apparently pretty normal with like more than just strawberries, like tons of food. I'm like, I mean, we're talking like you can barely see them, like it's like a look like a little crawling dot. Hmm. Um, you know, it's extra protein, some people would say, but uh, I don't. Don't want to do I that. Wanna, that's that's not where I'll be getting my protein source as long as I can help it. Yeah. But yeah, so don't eat strawberries, kids. <laughs> Sorry, strawberry farmers. <laughs> well, okay. In Louisiana, where I'm from, is like number one crop is like like strawberries and like really? Abita Springs. <laughs> yeah, it's like they have Louisiana Strawberry Festival every huh. year. Grew up like strawberries were everywhere. I saw that video. My entire life changed from that moment forward. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. Well, okay. Like I them. will not look up that video because I like my strawberries. Oh, there's many, many of them. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, ignorance is bliss sometimes, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, I, I do. I, I get it, though, uh, about about going back to your farmer. And I mean, like, actually in the same line, like, sometimes when I'll get, like, organic crops and stuff, like, organic produce, they'll be, like, a little funky with the mm -hmm. bugs and stuff because they don't. They don't spray they them. Use yeah. the spray. So it's like there's a fine balance between like, okay, this is super clean and like I'm not touching that, dude. <laughs> I don't care how fertilizer free it is. Yeah. Well, that's it, but that's that's the thing is you you get these modern, super fast grown things. You like they kind of taste and, and it's the same with beef. Like you can you can taste it when it's when it's been jacked with hormones and grown really right, fast. And right. uh and the Yeah, it'll cost more because there's more more that goes into it and, and it just tastes different taste in my mind it tastes better and you get more nutrients of it there's like there, there's lots of things that that this the modern society the people in modern society are, are deficient on like selenium and and zinc and all these things that you need and they're going to be in beef they're going to be in the liver they're going to be in the muscle right. um dude liver's like packed with nutrients oh, I just, yeah. so i can't the, do it <laughs> in the in the recent in the animal that i just got recently um i had the uh, processor grind up heart and liver with the ground so it's like did he like note those specially that these are like the butcher blend yeah it's, it specifically says ground beef with heart and liver and it should be like 80 percent muscle just like normal ground beef and right. then 10 percent heart and 10 percent liver um oh, and that was yeah. yeah that was the animal that i just got yeah. so i think you, you had told me about that at first mm -hmm. and then I, I did it with the like two pounds of liver that i had but i think my my ratio was like 66 ground beef 33 dude it tasted uh, my roommate liked it but i did not at all dude it was like it smelled like iron like, yeah it smells like metal yeah because the, because the liver's got so much iron in it and same, same with the heart yeah. yeah yeah i just couldn't uh but that's why i could barely get it down dude i put garlic and ginger and like all kinds of aromatics in there just trying to get that smell out and so i tried like, to first, do it i tried to do it myself nope. with a grinder 
and oh, didn't, I chopped it with my like knife. Yeah, it didn't work out for me when I did it myself. But so when I had the butcher do it, I'm I'm I haven't had a chance. I literally got this cow yesterday. I haven't had a chance to thaw one out and try it. But from what 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 my friends have told me who've done this, they said, yeah, first of all, it's it's eighty percent ten ten or less. Right. Um, yeah, which but also if you had the butcher do it, because everything is fresh when they're doing it, it combines better. Uh, so the, okay. Uh, the flavor is a lot more. I mean, you you, it's, you almost don't know. And you you kind of learn these like little tricks and stuff too when you buy from your local mm-hmm. ranchers too. Yeah, like I uh, I was texting Jason and I was like, oh, I was I didn't understand like the hanging weight versus mm-hmm. like finished weight, and I didn't understand like the dry age. I mean, it all makes a lot of sense that like dry aging would make the weight like go down some, but I was just yeah, didn't know. Water. And and I asked him and he explained it to me and. It's like cool. Now I learned a little bit more about you know the the yeah. process of. I mean, I got a lot more to learn, but um, you know, you don't learn, you don't get that sort of education or connection with your food when you're just buying it on the supermarket shelves. Well, and of course, that's the other thing you can do is if you're buying it from from the rancher and you're and you're you know, getting you're you're picking the process, which means you can select the cuts you like. Like, let's say you know, you know, I don't like T-bone. I like. Um, I like that uh, that particular cut split up. It's a up. fillet in a New York. It's, yeah, it's a fillet in New York. I like my fillets in New York yeah, separate. I prefer it that yeah. way too. Um, so I just tell the butcher no T bones, and the, there's no T bones. It's all fillets in uh, right. New York. Um, and what's the porterhouse? Porterhouse. It's a ribeye and a fillet. Yeah, it's right? a ribeye and fillet, or is that a? And there's a Chateaubriand, which is like a. Oh, a, that sounds fancy. It's fancy, but it's basically just a really long fillet. Um, I think okay. that one. I, I didn't get any Chateaubriand this time. Um. I just had it because I, I split that cow with a bunch of people. So I had them. Uh, Chateaubriands are big. Um, they're also hard to cook. Oh, Porterhouse has more tenderloin. Mm. Yeah. yeah they're, uh, but, when, but when you're doing that, you're picking your cuts. You can select what you like, but also the aging thing. So, right. um, oh, and you notice a difference. Oh, the, you, you, I think the standard is you have to age it for 14 days. Right, and then they can do it. They can do it longer. And, but you, you, pay, you pay extra for longer, and you, you end up with less quote less weight weight right because the water goes away but you're not losing protein you're not losing fat because that's all staying there so you're just losing water weight but it's but it's changing the flavor and uh i go i ask the rancher what do you think the optimum time is and they'll tell you so some uh uh jason i think ages his for three Three weeks. weeks yeah um and the 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 so the third cow we got was from uh, from Wyoming, um, and she sp- said also like three weeks, four weeks if you really want it. Don't go over four. So it's just like you can if you want, but you're wasting your money. Right, because you don't. You also like some of it rots, so you yeah. have to cut that off the outside of it too. So you lose some of that too. Yeah. But dude, I saw some. There was yesterday on Twitter somebody had a uh, like a cast iron stainless steel. I tw- saw that just at the last off, minute. Yeah, and I. <laughs> I'm really turned into into someone I'm, I'm I don't like to be, but I saw this steak and I was like, "How dare you put that steak on the grill without trimming that fat?" Mm-hmm. I was like, I was angry. <laughs> I'm not. I didn't care about the cast iron or the stainless steel because I'm a carbon steel mm-hmm. guy. So you know, you ever seen that picture with two girls fighting? <laughs> it's like carbon steel, stainless or stainless steel, cast iron. I'm like out here <laughs> in the <Yeah>. background with <laughs> carbon steel. <laughs> but and I was like, dude. How dare you cut that? How dare you leave that? I mean, it was like huge hunk. The whole the chunk. The whole thing just looked gross. And it's like, dude, I, I've learned I, I, from watching like YouTube videos of butchers. Like 
if you want like a better cut, if you want, or a more consistent cook. You gotta uh, cut that off. Yeah, yeah, you gotta cut that off. And then but see what you do. You taught me this. Yeah. Then you take the fat and you make tallow with it. Well, you can do two things. You can either you can either you know chop that off and then save it, reserve it. You know, uh, assuming you you chop it off while it's still really cold, uh, you can refreeze it, and the fat doesn't have a problem. Like, don't refreeze the muscle, but refreezing the fat is not that right. big a deal. Or and that, that that's if you're gonna you're gonna turn it into tallow later. Or you can chop it up into little chunks and make and cook it in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, cook the fat. So you, you've cooked the steak, you finish the steak, eat the steak, then you can cook the fat, and um, that's called cracklings. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Cracklings. See, I don't, I don't like cracklings, but because uh, they had those, we used to do pork cracklings yeah. down, down south. But uh, I, I've, I mean, usually I'll get like a, a ribeye roast, because mm-hmm. like, it's cheaper. And same thing. And it's literally <laughs> like I get to cut it myself and yeah. decide how thick I want it. And it's, yeah, so, and I'll just, I mean, I'll get like a pound, I'll have a pound of like fat cap on the edges of each mm-hmm. steak and yeah, uh, cut the that gristle. Off. Yeah. And then I put it in like a, a, you know, like a pretty tall paint, tall stock pot, uh, mm-hmm. not like a big stock pot, you know, like something like this and just let, put on low and let it render for like 45 minutes, an hour. And yeah, I, I do my rendering with the, uh, with the, with the, with the fat trimmings that I get from the butcher. I just, yeah. I, I do that um, in a. When you call a slow cooker overnight, yeah, oh, and, oh overnight, yeah, because it um, should I be doing it longer than an hour? I mean, it's it's all about because usually it's kind of like brown by the time an hour is so gone mean, by. For so you know, in a slow cooker overnight, um, you know, it's a lower temperature, right? So, okay. um, for me, it's uh, you know, it's six of one, right? It's it, and it's also about yield. So, like doing it in a slow cooker, it's it's I get a lot of uh, yield, and it's like all the all the um solids that are left. It's not very much. But if you do it fast, you got to be you got to be more careful because you don't want to burn it. Mm. Um, so it's it's you know, yeah yeah. So it's you it, do you know, have to be careful. About I think at the end of the day, it. it's going to be roughly the same. Yeah. But you have to you have to watch yours closely. I don't have to like I just throw it in there, oh. turn it on. It's hundred ninety degrees. You got to watch your Asics closely. And yeah, I that's true. I do 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 that. You got to actually maybe you'll be watching my Asics closely someday. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Oh. We're 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 growing. We're growing like like the cows, dude. <laughs> Well, um, I, we've already talked about distributed hash um, a little bit on the show when your co-founder or general partner Rob was here. But um, for those who maybe missed that episode, go watch it. Um, but yeah, could you give a quick description of like how you guys founded it? What's the mission? And say maybe someone's interested in Bitcoin mining, why they might want to consider hosting with you all instead of okay. on their yeah. own. So distributed hash is a. Uh, we initially founded it as a primarily su- just goal was privacy focused, um, and that was it. Uh, that's uh, with the concept of okay, we had a minimum of five miners before we would take them, and the idea being that you should be mining at home before that, like uh, one to four miners you can do at your house, uh, and not necessarily S nines. We're talking you know even modern. Um, uh, M30s, M50s, S19s can be done in a residential environment uh, with things like black boxes or, or other aspects. After five, it gets difficult because of the power requirement. And uh, they so just don't run enough voltage or amps to the home. Well, you know, let's say you have a modern home, you probably have two to four hundred amp service. Um, in the the modifications necessary to to pull the amperage for um, for for five or six miners starts to get difficult okay. and not, not to mention that the residential rates 
are not generally that very good. Right. Um, now you can do things to make that, to mitigate that, like use the heat. Right. But after that, it's like, okay, you want, you want to do more. And, and also the noise, five, six, seven miners gets loud. Like, and it's just. And hot. And hot. Um, like you can, you can use one miner to heat your home. Oh, I use three. Seven, you're heating a warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Seven, you're heating a warehouse. Um, I use or, three as nice heat my house. Or, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, we're, we're, we're talking about, or we were talking about using the, the water, uh, using the uh, uh, miners to heat water for the hotel. Um, and uh, other than the fact that we're going to get rid of the hotel, uh, we would probably do Why that. Why make the investment at that exactly. point? Because it's just a lot of money to do that. Yeah. And but, nothing ever goes right the first time either. So, you know, it's like, you don't just plug it in and, oh, it works. <laughs> yeah. And the, um, but so, so Distributed Hash was founded to, to do that. And we did a, the concept was, um, you can use the Wyoming rules and the Wyoming, um, what's called a Wyoming anonymous LLC. So you put your minds with us. I don't know who you are. I mean, I, I would know personally who you are, but there's no paperwork that says who you are. Yeah. Like, and, um, those miners sit and just process and you pay us in Bitcoin. And so there's no paper trail. So yeah. you have to have an LLC to be a customer of yours? You don't have to anymore. We, we initially started that way, but we had so many people who just didn't want to do that. Um, like it, it's kind of a, we, we, we now said, here's the best practices. Right. Do it or don't. If you want to do it that way. Yeah. And so, the, what are the requirements today other than, I think you said the five? It's a five, five minor. Yeah, it's a five minor minimum because uh, 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 below that, it gets, it's just too much of a pain in the butt. So we, we, we started that way and then we realized that a lot of people were very attracted to us by the fact that they could do all the privacy-focused stuff, but they didn't actually want to do it. So I was like, all right, fine. Like, we'll let you, you, okay, you don't have to have the LLC. That just means that, you know, if somebody were to subpoena us or whatever or, or hack us, like, we'd have the information um, well, like some people didn't want to send us Bitcoin and like, I don't care if you send me mined Bitcoin or you buy Bitcoin and send it to me. But if you wire me money, it means that my bank account will have a trace from your bank account and people are like, oh, well, I still want to wire your money. I was like, okay, sure. So, uh, we kind of moved, uh, we're not moved away from the privacy focus. We're still privacy focused and we still have the specs. Like if you want to do all the super, you know, if you want to go all out and do all the privacy stuff, we'll help you do it. But, um, it's not like a hard and fast rule. So we kind of got into this whole researching miners, taking the data um, and trying to uh, do insights on all of this stuff. And um, so that's where we, we partnered with um, uh, crypto cloaks uh, to do, do a, a modeling of uh, a data modeling on, on the, of the actual um, in place uh, improvements that his shrouds do. We also did things like we, we built our own custom monitoring software. Um, and so we, we, we oh, well, one of the first things we figured out was that it was the error, or not the error, I guess, the, the manufacturing defect with certain oh, models. With the whole, with the gap? Well, there, no, there's that. That's the, uh, but on the uh, um, M30s, the um, power supplies. Uh, certain uh, power supplies that the M30s shipped with would fail at 37 degrees Celsius. And others were good up to 50 degrees Celsius. And what was it again? How could you tell the difference between the two? It was whether or not they were third-party manufactured. So OEM. one had like a different stamp on it or something? Yeah, one of, uh, some of them said, what's power? And some of them didn't. And which one is the one you want? You want the what's power. Okay. The what's power ones are like the ones that were manufactured, like we, by, we think, by, by what's minor. And then the other ones that don't say what's power, that just have the model number, I th we're pretty sure those are like third party. And you, you guys have done testing on 
bit mains machines mm-hmm. yep and then um what's minor is um what, what company is that? that uh what's minor is what's minor so what it's it, yeah they're uh, B- bt micro bt micro bt micro right, bt yeah. so do you do those the only two manufacturer like specs or so that you guys have tested have you tried any of like the canon we have avalon miners none of our customers have ever sent us one yeah. i mean if, if somebody I've does i've never seen them we i've i've seen them but um my understanding is that they're, they're, they're there's a reason why it's right. it's the top two and then everybody else um i did have one customer who asked us if he, if we would host these and we said yes but a we don't have any experience with them b we don't know if we can get any parts and c I mean, you, you, you'd be a guinea pig for us. Right. And uh, um, then he's like, well, the prices are crashing so hard. I'll just get what's miners. <laughs> right. Well, that's why I guess like why I was even asking. It was like, well. Because they were super cheap. And, and, they might be, and they might be even cheaper because they're just, you know, if it's the same efficiency and it's a lower upfront cost, like, I don't know. Yeah. Might, it might not be worth a gamble. That's why I was asking. It was well, like, it could be worth a gamble because, the, I mean, it, it, you know, lower upfront cost, similar efficiency means that it's you know easier shorter ROI, break even, right? Which is my biggest concern. If about they're them. running, right? Yeah. Uptime is a factor that mm-hmm. not a lot of people consider. They just think they're going to plug it in and have a hundred percent uptime, yeah. and, and that's one of the things. That's why like, I'm 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 much I much prefer what's miners over. They're just beefier. They're beefier. That's what Rob was saying. Either. They, yeah, they uh, the ant miners have a better efficiency, but it's like. The, the the analogy I use it's the difference between, um, you know, a Ferrari and a Mack truck. Which one? Uh-huh. If you're if you're if you're so on this if, reminds me of like bike parts, bicycle mm-hmm. parts, because um, everybody really likes carbon fiber bicycles because mm-hmm. they're lighter weight and you can go faster in them. But aluminum is like I don't know eighty ninety percent of the mm-hmm. it's, it's almost isn't light, not quite as light. But with aluminum, when you crash, it bends. With carbon fiber, it snaps in half and maybe will impale you. Yeah. Um, and so people oftentimes like settle for the aluminum, which is not quite as good, but more reliable, more durable. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that may be here as like, what? sure, maybe it's not like the glass cannon, like the yeah. S19 XP at 141 terash, right? But at, at 3,000 watts, but... They can maybe withstand inclement temperatures well, more. They can withstand, like, yeah. Basically, the 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 ant miners, if you have them in ideal conditions, they will go. They, they're awesome. That's but a big if. That's a big if, especially like, year round. Like yeah. you might have them in ideal conditions for a few a season, mm-hmm. right? Like in the fall here, it's probably perfect because it's not hot, it's not cold, yeah. it's like nice and. A lot of people don't think so. The the cold is great for miners to a point, right? Like, Cold is actually worse; it's more dangerous. Right. Because if uh, if the miners shut down um, for any reason, like a network blip or um, a power uh, a power flash, or even the miner itself has a has a, a tiny fault in its in its firmware and just shuts itself off, because that uh, that happens not uh, irregularly with that miners. Right. Like they'll just shut themselves off for no reason. Um, do, they, do they turn themselves back on automatically? No, ant miners don't. What's miners do? Oh, well, okay. Ant miners do sometimes, not every time, but sometimes. Like sometimes. if that was the case, I would need like a, a beacon system. It's like your shit went off, mm-hmm. and, and that's then what we I do. need yeah. like a remote switch to like unplug it and plug it back in, like mm-hmm. a, like a, a PDU or something that like you can toggle on and off. Yeah, sometimes that's unplugging it, you know, yeah, without so, actually having to be there. Well, so, and sometimes we can you know, you can do a remote start 
just with the firmware, but other times you actually need to power cycle it. Mm. Um, and with uh, we we basically don't see many of those problems with with, with the what's, what's miners. Yeah, they they seem to well, and when and if they do if they do reset the the what's miner startup, a lot of a lot of people don't like the what's miner startup process because it can take ten or fifteen minutes before it starts hashing. Again. Oh, really? Well, it's slowly warming itself up, which is very good. Whereas the app miners, they'll just turn Break right on. Break neck right yeah, away. When, if you're starting from room temperature or you know 40s 50s fahrenheit that's not a big deal see but if you're starting from like negative 20 i didn't realize that that what's miners took meaningfully longer to come back online than the ant miners because one of the things i was looking at is is we have like a a time of use Mm -hmm. power plan and for four four hours a day electricity is like 39 cents a kilowatt or something crazy and it's like 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Yep. So I just don't use electricity during that time, hardly ever. And then the rest of the day, it's like 6 or 5 or something. Mm. At night, like all throughout the night, on the weekends, it's just the weekdays, 2 to 6. It's like 20 hours a week, if that 30-something cents, and then the other 100-and-something hours, it's like 6. So what I had thought was like, okay, well, what if I just programmatically, like, 2 p.m. comes around, ant miner shuts off. 6 p.m. comes around, turns itself back on, right? Um, I never wound up doing that just because even with that much downtime per day, the efficiency like or the the uptime would just, it wouldn't break even in time to mm. justify the upfront cost of the CapEx. Mm. But with the what's miner, that would really not be the case if I had to also lose, you know, 15 minutes of that yeah. cycling. So the original what's miner firmwares would take like 30 minutes to reset. Um, then they added a fast boot mode, which, uh, dropped that to between five and 10 minutes. Um, it's still a bit longer than the ant miners. Um, the other, the other major downside with the what's miners is that you, you can't put brains on it and there, there, there's right. the, the alternate is, firmware. And I love, you get brains. zero pool fee when you mine with brains pool too. Yeah. Yeah. Which 1% increase in profitability. Well, yeah, a little bit of increase in profitability, but the the auto tuning that it does on the app is more than one percent. Yeah, you get you get your money's worth out of that. Are, if, you, yeah. are you finding yourself over or underclocking miners these days? Right now, I got a because of the price, because of the, because of the realized price, uh, I've got probably fifty fifty running. So it, those who are running ant miners stock, they're just running them because they you can't really do anything. Those running brains, it's most of them are pushing it. Because the because the 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 brains increases the efficiency a bit. Those running what's miners, probably about half of them are in low mode, and half of them are normal. Um, just to save them power costs. Just to save because we uh, that's another that's another study that we did at distributed hash was how much efficiency gain do you really get? And you get so let's say with the what's certain what's miners. This this is not this does not generalize to every single mo- model out there, but you. For uh, you lose roughly twenty percent in power, but only ten percent in efficiency or hash. So you gain basically ten percent. Now your total, your absolute total hash goes down ten percent, but with the power, absolute power going down to twenty percent, you're actually doing quite quite well in right. that case. But yeah, there's a question of and it, and so when the when the price you know comes down, that actually helps out. But when the price goes up. Um, I expect these people to want to turn back to the normal back to or even high if uh, if it makes right. sense to do so. 
Yeah, man. How quickly the the mining landscape changed mm-hmm. from financing hot like all the miners were hodling their whole stack to like everything they mined hodling it all and financing s19s two years out or even or even buying um like buying from the manufacturer for delivery like basically buying futures yeah like two years out like buying from like securing deliveries Mm -hmm. like for 2023 and 2020 yeah that's crazy and like it's no surprise the stocks are all down to 99, 90. Uh, my friend Bo, who was, um, who joined for the year end podcast last episode, uh, or last one that came out, he was, uh, he was like, dude, GBTC, um, brutal. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, dude, that's my best performer. Don't talk about it like that. <laughs> I was like, how dare you, bro. I'm only down 70% on there that. You know. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that's been brutal too. Well, um, yeah. I don't, I don't really want to get into that though. I'm kind of over talking about GBTC. So, yeah. um, well, well, do you? So there is one thing that I want to ask, like in relation to distributed hash, and like obviously you guys are just like a hosting facility, mm-hmm. and are the whole point is to just mine Bitcoin. Yeah, what we're seeing and what a lot of the more recent episodes have been about on this on the pod have been more of this kind of coincidence of once mining Bitcoin with already used electricity or, mm-hmm. or, or sunk costs, if you will. Um, so to me, that is like, my, after doing a bunch of interviews with people who were in mining and you know still got a lot to learn, but that's one takeaway that I kind of came to was that if you wanna mine for the long term and be competitive, the more you can kind of double up on these already sunk costs the more attractive mining as its own thing becomes Mm -hmm. so given that you guys are like hosting at your place as a you know pure play right like i'm not using that heat it's warming your building up yeah well so Um, actually i'll tell you about that um i mean we are i'm not using the heat but the the facility we're in is a multi-tenant building mm -hmm. and so our neighbors are using the heat and they're very happy with it. Now, we're not charging them in this case. Oh, yeah, you got to charge them. Um, I, I, you, Pass that cost on along to the yeah. to it, you so that you can lower your you know hosting fees or I should do that or I, raise your margins. It's it's difficult to it's difficult to bill for that, but but we, we are we are giving them at the Get, moment giving them. Should the be too difficult. Measure the temperature in the CFM and say oh, here's your bill. True. But yeah, for right now, like we're still we're still good neighbors, and we're still yeah. just giving well, it to them. That's I mean, going and, back to that circular economy, yeah. you know, you got to take care of your, your, your local people. But I do, I do, um, use the S nines to eat my house. I have right. three, I have three of them in my house. And they're not, and mining Bitcoin is like a bonus. Yeah. Because they're not, that is not the purpose of them. No, it's not. And, the purpose is to heat your home. Well, so, so you don't run them in the summer, right? Correct. I, I, I turn them off in the summer because they're S nines. Like they, they I think, are unprofitable. No, they're, they're they're, like, you but could, if you're you spending money on heat already, then anything is well, yeah. free money's free money. If I'm gonna, you know, a kilowatt's a kilowatt, and you know, they're 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 basically space eaters. Um, Rob but, was saying something like ninety something, if not darn near a hundred percent of the energy is transferred to heat. So the 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 amount, consumed, right? yeah, the amount of energy that goes into the into a miner that is used for computation is minuscule. Right. The rest of it is exported as heat. I mean, we're talking like heat dissipation, ninety nine point nine percent. Like it's a, it's a it, the, all of it. We're gonna yeah, all it's a hundred percent from a human from a rounding error is the computational. Yeah. Okay, 
so the the vast majority is the resistive heat. And so if you're if you have a resistive heater um, that's doing computation or a resistive heater that's just being a resistor, you're you're losing a negligible amount. You're losing more in the transmission of power to the things than you are in how much of is computation. So the uh, the the these things are basically just heating my house and giving me money instead of heating my house and not giving what's me like s nine i mean it's like a thousand sats a day maybe um if not let's see uh the three the three s nine so i have i have a total of seven i've got a couple like they're heating multiple houses mine my parents my in-laws amazing so i've got to think about how many the whole families involved yeah really um the i think i think roughly the three that we're getting are doing about ten thousand a day total each or not each no, but again totally. it's like it's co- like your cost is zero essentially because yeah. this was cost that you would have been spending heating your homes anyway exactly that's the thing because i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna be spending that money heating my house and the other say, th- thing is you know all the all, all of these buildings are central heat so what we we are actually saving money in the sense that we're not heating the rooms we're not using because we're oh, literally right. just putting the heaters where the we space are. Space heater, that's what mm-hmm. we do. Yeah, we don't use our space heater or our central AC. I thought about getting a ASIC for, for that, but I didn't want to do the duct work. And it's probably not much, but... So I'm not even doing the duct work. Like, I literally just... like So I... It's just in the room. They're just in the room. And so what we did but is... like, we, isn't that noisy as all heck for them then? It was uh, until we replaced all the fans. So we the Noctuas. Yeah, the Noctuas for the primary fans. And then... Which we'll be talking about when Rick comes on. Yeah. With this, he's going to bring the space heater in oh, here. Yeah, you'll and, be... And we're going to leave it running the whole episode. Oh, there you go. <laughs> White noise machine. Yeah, they, well, the, 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 the trick is the power supply fan. That one's the killer. Hmm. So, That's I mean, something and, he, you think and he'll of. talk about that. I, 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 he I, wanna, I, I read his guide, and he, I don't think he mentioned swapping that one out. Uh, the newer version of the guide, I think, does. Cause I, I, okay. I just downloaded he, it this morning, and I oh, checked okay. it. And, this was a couple days ago I looked at this one. Okay, so it has the power supply in there. It's a bit of more of a pain to change that one. But once you once you change the two main ones, you got to run brains, you got to change the fans, and you got to do the power supply fan. Right. Um, but when you do that, I mean, we have it in our living room when we're like, and we're watching a movie, and it's just running. Right. I mean, you can hear the slight noise yeah. here and it, here, like the fans. Like it's about like that, just like a like white that. white noise machine. And it's also the the other thing that Nocturnes do, um, and this that you can't discount this is it changes the decibel tone, right? Not the, decibel, oh, the, tone, the tone, right? Right. It's a lower it's pitch, lower, so which is not as piercing, right? Yeah. So it's it's a. I like, think uh, maybe you were talking about that the bit devs. Yeah. Probably because I I, I, I I rail on that one a lot because it's a big for me it's a big deal the higher pitch things are just like grading right yeah well but wouldn't for play devil's advocate here if I'm like an old man which I will be someday don't when you get older your frequency that you can hear like compressed so like it does you can't hear the real high range frequencies anymore especially if you like to listen to music really loud which, and go to concerts and things uh, um but so yeah. so that in that case like maybe that's like you know, that the, would be a scenario where maybe the high pitch like because you're just like not deaf that to, okay. it's not that okay, high. Got it's, it. it's it's high enough um it's still in the like mid range yeah. of the like if you have like lows mids highs it's still in the mids yeah. section but it's that it's a it's a it's a definite higher pitch than the what the nocturnes put out and, right and uh the um, it, yeah. And the the other thing about the um, the higher the, well, one thing about the higher pitch is you may not want the nocturnes if you if the higher pitch is because they don't penetrate. So if you put it in another room, 
you might want the um oh the deeper sound penetrates the rooms yeah the lower oh, frequencies oh, go further yeah. um now i don't think that's a big deal i, I think the, that's the, why you can hear bass at your neighbors yeah yeah but you can't hear the you can't hear the you know the, 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 the melody lyrics, and treble right yeah. right um but i don't think that i don't think that's going to be a huge problem with um uh you know the switching from one fan to another but where it does come to play is you may have um uh here here in colorado we had that argument a couple months ago with uh, adams county and one of yeah. their one of their things was they're concerned about noise. the noise and it's like the the miners are putting out high frequency noise and they're a mile or two which it doesn't like yeah. it drops off it drops off point, much yeah. faster like the the high frequencies just dissipate much faster because they don't they don't have the so the, in that case been, like maybe that's a scenario where you'd want the higher yeah. frequency fan because they'll yeah it just won't go as far because it won't yeah. and you're nobody is up close where it really yeah, those matters. things are on they're on oil pads miles from right. other, from residential there are way louder yeah. things going on out there no, yeah. yeah well you drive i mean you can hear you can hear pile drivers for miles and right. you like uh, there, there's a situation in uh so I, back in durham north carolina where i was living um uh the the hotel we had we had an apartment over it and it was third floor and two miles away was the stadium and you could you we could hear the cheers and all the, crowd. the cheers we could hear the concerts we could hear everything because uh, on certain nights when the when there's the right kind of um you know temperature gradient it would just funnel straight at our window uh, but all you could hear was the bass huh so and that's miles away but you couldn't hear any of the you couldn't hear the cheering you could hear the you could hear the thumping because of the distance but um, and that's also through a brick, right? So, but it's like the the high frequency stuff it just, it just dissipates, hmm. and of course it, it gets scattered and, and all that. That's why you know the crack of a gun from a distance is also very you different. You only hear right. You only hear the the high mm -hmm. the high pitch or the low pitch part. Yeah. Um. Huh. I've never thought I've never thought about that. Like the how the frequencies drop off at different paces mm -hmm. based on. Well, it's also if you're if you're putting like you were talking earlier about doing the ductwork, when you want to if you want to put miners into your ductwork um, to to mitigate the noise, you create ninety degree bends. Well, that's why yeah. the upstream data thing has like those. Um, I was reading the guide about it, and it's like all those little like S things. Mm -hmm. It's to like because the sounds like got to go through this arduous path, mm -hmm. which like muffles it and mutes it, and compared uh, to like a straight shot. Whereas if you had low frequencies, it would just pass through it. Really? Yeah. So, so um, similarly, like if you have a um, like a, a light path, uh, the, you know, basically what happens is the, the the reflections cancel each other out, whereas the low frequencies just pass through it. Is it loud at y'all's facility? Uh, the actual inside the facility is very loud. Like ear protection is mandatory. Mandatory. Um, wow. Um, yeah, how, how did you like? Uh find the building because this is already a building that existed before right? in this case yeah we're, we're our expansions that's like the biggest thing is like the whole you got to put up a metal building you know, this whole warehouse like that yeah, takes we, time well we found we found one that that needed a tenant and um was fine with it and uh had the you know, had had the power in the vicinity so we had the you know we expanded the power and we brought more in you just had to put um, a new transformer on basically there. Yeah. yeah um but our our expansion is going to be uh in huts out you know, ex, you know containerized um probably off grid not yet our we have we have a good uh ppa so we're going to do on grid first off grid we're toying with ppas power purchase agreement with yeah. the state with with the utility with the yeah. local utility mm -hmm. yeah. is it a monopoly yeah. just one wyoming is uh not like texas 
where I mean, Texas has got ERCOT and it's right, all that's that. all competitive. Yeah, Wyoming is much more like North Carolina where it's... Or uh, here in Colorado. Or, yeah, we just have Excel. Yeah, where everything's like controlled. In Wyoming, there's there's not one big one like Excel. There's a whole bunch of little ones. They're rural cooperatives. Oh, um, But okay. uh, basically, yeah, it's the same kind of thing where they, they're all... Like in order for them to raise rates, they have to go petition with the state and it takes years. Oh, so, yeah. but uh, we, we got a PPA and all that and it's all good. Um, but we're we, we're... We're doing the kind of they have a you know they have substations that are underutilized, so we're going to go take power from those. And so, what what was your like when you and Rob were brain, you know brain dreaming this up? Like, what was your um, pitch to to the to the state to the whoever whomever you had to get on board to sign to to okay yeah. it? Well, uh, it was kind of a it was timing. Was good. Everything uh, Bitcoin was riding high. This is you know, and Wyoming. You're and it's that, Wyoming, and it's which Wyoming. is quite the. Uh, they know it. They understand. Well adopted state, relative. or at least they understand it better than other states. Right. Like, they do I mean, have DAOs as an uh, uh, a legal entity structure. So yeah, they do. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but the the state overall, the uh, the people in the state get it yeah more than other places so it's a yeah, bit more that, of a liber liberty minded yeah state i i uh, i'll tell you a joke afterward i'm not gonna put it on the air but um okay. the um i might get some pushback from people i know in texas <laughs> okay. um but uh uh the yeah that we had we got some pushback and we got and we got some pushback from uh from 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 them for uh actually entirely reasonable reasons not like what's this Bitcoin crap? Like, I don't want to deal with this. No, we actually got, they had a previous customer who was a Bitcoin miner or a, like, we'll call it a crypto miner because I don't know if they were doing Bitcoin or if they were doing other things, but um, who just skipped out in the middle of the night. So, like, they didn't, they might, like, yeah. Why? We, why? Well, but there's, there's you might also not have a, the answer to this, but this is more of just like a rhetorical thing. Why are there so many freaking scams in this industry, dude? I've never seen an industry just more rife with scams it's just, and like it's affinity scamming too because it's not usually bitcoin it's usually other things under the guise of crypto mm. that like put a bitcoin logo somewhere so that like for the people who don't know any better i'm just so sick of it dude between ftx yeah. and like voyager and like blockfi like i'm 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 run i can't even let take five minutes to name all the companies that have like scammed people and like the nfts and Ugh. like jake paul and like dude all the influencers like why what is it about freedom money and the the ability to self-custody your own time that attracts the worst degree of humans on earth i just don't get it i mean sorry if i'm like no, no. my voice i'm just like it, it really triggers me dude because i i view it as a threat to the success of bitcoin it is it's a huge threat and it's a problem because you got uh it 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 taints it, it taints the field. It, ta it taints Bitcoin in the eyes of normies. And um, at the end of the day, you know, if we're gonna, if we, if this if this transition is gonna go and Bitcoin's gonna become the world's reserve currency, I mean, none of this none of this matters. Quote, but it does matter because um, you know it, it can it can make it it can make an easy transition or it can make a hard transition. It can make it take longer. Or it can make it faster. And the more the more scamminess, the more um, you know bullshit is out there. The the more resistance you're going to get right. from normies and the longer it's going to take and the harder it's going to well, be. Why do you think it is that this industry specifically attracts people who 
like just think it's fine to just like pack up shop and you know leave I, in the middle of the night. I think it's just because it's easy. It's easy because it's unestablished. It, like it's yeah. early and it's new, and people don't get it. Or? Well, if you look at if you look at the history of stocks, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you got to go back hundreds of years. Yeah, I guess penny back, stocks and all were were big fraud things too back yeah. in the day. Well, and and um the uh, yeah the, the uh, forgetting which one which one it was, but there was a big um there was a big uh you know, security scandal in like the eight, 17 or 1800s where the guy just, you know, sold all, sold all this stuff and just disappeared with, with, um, a huge amount of wealth. Um, uh, I mean, c- because it was, it was, and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say regulation is the answer because I don't necessarily a hundred percent agree with that, but it's, it's new and people aren't, they, crypto, uh, Bitcoin because it's and, cryptography, yeah. people think that they can like hide behind it. They think like they, it's anonymous. Well, they think they can hide behind it. They think it's anonymous, and they think that it's new when it's really it's not. It's really not. Cryptography's it's, it's, not new. Well, cryptography's not new. Money's not the new. The only thing that's new is you know poopoo coin. Yeah, and they they think that oh we're gonna do this poopoo coin or we're gonna do we're gonna do oh Bitcoin Satoshi Vision and it's big blocks and it's gonna be faster and it's gonna be better and uh, watch and, out, dude, you might get sued. Uh, well, That's all right. You're a lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> you, don't, you won't have attorney fees. <laughs> yeah, and I know. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not going to. As a matter of fact, you better make your billable hours very expensive. That way, when you hire yourself to defend yourself, yeah, ten thousand dollars an hour, <laughs> and then he's got to pay your your attorney fees. Well, we're not going to we're not going to mention this, the individual by yeah, name. You shall not be named. But uh, uh, all this stuff is, I mean, it's it's all it's all bullshit and it's all affinity scams. But it's. You can you can mislead people thinking it's it's somehow different and new when when it's really just uh, the same thing over and over again. Right. And people will buy it because they, they because they're not educated and like, like I wouldn't go out and um try to, try to um you know bug check my my car. Like I don't I I'm not mechanically inclined that way. Um, but I'm gonna so I'm gonna trust somebody a mechanic. What do you mean bug check? Well, like like try to fix you know if if, if oh, like okay. oh you know, mate like the car maintenance yeah right. uh, like, I mean I'll oh do- it's the you know timing belt that's yeah. off yeah I, I, is that a thing in a car I'm I'm, <laughs> guess, I'm throwing out car words I'm hoping I'm right but I know I know enough to change my own oil and change the tire and all that crap oh, but okay that's like, good but like I'm not gonna go and like try to disassemble my own engine I'll let right. somebody else deal with yeah. that um and I'll trust them but so a lot of people are used to this I'm, oh in the financial industry like people. Uh, people will will buy uh, crappy products because they're trusting the people who like wh- who sell it to them. To sell it to them. I mean, right. How how often is a, 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 a um uh, an annuity really a good choice? Never. Yeah, I've but, ne- I've actually. N- well, I take that back. I saw one good annuity that was sold in the eighties at like twelve thirteen percent guaranteed step up every year. <laughs> <laughs> like okay and then it went to like zero percent interest rates but they were locked in fixed rate annuity yeah when interest rates were in the teens and that's the only time i was like well at that time that person was still screwing you but it worked out okay for you yeah. it could have worked out better if you did some other things but all things considered this is yeah. not too bad yeah but so people buy these things they're sold these things they buy these things because they're they're trusting people and similar similarly i mean in, until FTX blew up, I mean, Bitcoiners knew it was a scam. We knew it was a, it was it was they were trading fractional, um, right. and they were a paper. Anything with the token is just yeah. a huge red flag. But people trusted him. He was in, he was on the you know cover of magazines. He was you know, the, the mainstream media was propping him up. Right. So 
disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same kind of pro- same kind of problem we were talking about earlier with with why why do people sell when they should buy and buy when they should sell? Because they it's it's the herd mentality. They're just oh, dude, I trust or I think I trust said this guy's cool. It it really, I mean, you know, herd mentality. We've been talking about like beef and you know, <laughs> all that. Like, I mean, it's true though. Like, right? It's we 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 like to think of our of humans and especially Westerners, yeah. like as like civilized and like nuanced, intelligent, reasonable thinking people, right? But we're like two steps away from cows in yeah. that like herd mentality because we still like. But, especially we're in groups like we're in individuals like this i think there's a bitter a bit more of a uh, ability to reason and stuff but you put like us okay i'll just take like us too yeah like when you and me are just sitting here like we could reason and have like nuanced discussion put us in a room of 500 bitcoin it's a hot mob mentality it's well, like it, and it's just amazing like how when you group like that how psychology changes mm-hmm. Individuals aren't different. Individuals canceling on Twitter. Oh God, yeah, that's. But like you meet Bitcoiners in person, they're some of the nicest people. Like I I really haven't gotten into too many arguments with Bitcoiners in person because we always see eye to eye usually. But like on Twitter, it's like holy crap! If you didn't know these people better, like a lot of them, like dude, yeah, you really said that on Twitter, like. I thought you were like a, a you know man of God, like religious person. Like that's some hateful shit you just put out there. Not not you, not, right? But, but I mean, but like it's, it's a yeah, but it's a it's a it's a thing where the, for, first of all, I think I think Twitter does that. I think I think the yeah. the I mean, it's before, the guy. It's the it's the defense of being yeah. anonymous online. And I and and um the armor. Uh, and you you see, there was, I think just a couple of weeks ago, there's a big dust up where where um Jordan Peterson was like nobody should be anonymous online ever. Um, and of course, I strongly disagree yeah, with that. So do I. But um, uh. Uh, yeah, at the same time, it does it does create problems that that we as a species don't aren't equipped with because our technology is moving faster right. than than our biology, and um, so we just have to we just have to accept the good with the bad in this case, like the anonymity online, uh, you know, unrestrained freedom of speech, very powerful, very important things um, that we that we need to have uh, because the downsides are worse. Right. But at the same time, we just have to accept that you know mistakes will be made and right. well, it's things will hurt. right yeah. compromises like bitcoin's got a lot of things going for it and why it could succeed but it's not the best at everything right yeah. like that's why lightning network came about because mm-hmm. it wasn't great for buying coffee and you know merchant transactions yeah. and i shouldn't have to update the global state of the ledger for every time <laughs> someone buys a you know a, a coffee yeah right? well so. and the, yeah the glo- <laughs> The global ledger is is one of the most you know important aspects of it because it allows you to audit the entire thing. Right. And if you literally polluted it with hundreds of billions of minuscule transactions, right. it would become impossible. Which is why big blocks are a bad are a idea. Bad idea. Right. Which you can read in the block size wars. Yeah. Just uh, working through that I'm about halfway now, and it's like, I mean, I I've, I know the story from you know working in the industry for several years and just being online, but. Um, Jonathan Beyer, Beer. I'm not sure you say his last name, but it uh, he does a great job of like um, personifying it or like yeah, bringing it down it into a story. Yeah. yeah, and like making it a story. Mm-hmm. It's like you know you can like read about like these bips and like the Montreal Agreement and Segway Two X New York. Yeah, but like when you've turned it into a story with characters and motivations and a- emotions, is like you remember them better. Well, you, you remember them better, and you also it humanizes it because you don't 
you realize that it's, uh, you I mean, can connect the lessons. Yeah, you connect the lessons, and and at the end of the day, it's just people, right? And so some, some certainly some of the people are bad actors. Absolutely, a lot right. of them probably. But at the same time, you can be. I think it's at least you know back then, not so much now, but back then, before while the block size wars were happening, or or before they were starting up, or when they were getting going. I think it was potentially reasonable for uh, somebody to say, maybe we should do bigger blocks. Right. And because they hadn't really fully fleshed out why there's a bad idea. Um, and of course, now we, now know, we know. Now we get it. And, 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 and I think that's why people th- are so he- uh, hesitant to make change to Bitcoin because we might not understand long term implications of things mm-hmm. we do today. So yeah. we need to be extremely meticulous uh, when we submit updates yep. and only really when it's a necessary. Even at, not even a nice to have, a must have. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why there was so much pushback on uh, check, uh, open, BIP one nineteen. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jeremy Rubin's BIP and, check template verify. Yeah, CTV and um, you know, I was reading as I was reading about the box size wars. I was reading earlier today actually, um, and I noticed Luke Junior was like one of the authors. Him and Peter. Wheel, wheel, I meant a bully, yeah. I think it's I, I need to get better at names, so <laughs> I'm sorry for whoever messed up names. But, um, something that you had said is like, you know, we're still people at the end of the day, right? Like, the author, one of the co authors of Segwit, one of the most, um, I would say hardcore Bitcoiners in the space, recently yeah. lost, um, what seems to be quite the majority. Of his holdings. If not if not the majority, if, a very large amount anyway. Yeah, I mean, it was millions of dollars at today's value. Mm-hmm. So, But it was a, you know, it's, it's that's one of those things that people also have to get. Like, yeah, it, the, the, the core devs aren't, aren't like all powerful. They're just normal people. They're human, they're, right, they're, exactly. They're just, I mean, maybe. That's more. the thing. It's like Bitcoin might be this protocol that, you know, is flawless, even though it's not. It's got issues. And I've read about like chain splits that have happened in the past and, you know, doubles, uh, double spends that, you know, eventually go back because uh, block reorganizations and all. But um, but people forget that, like, Bitcoin is a system. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. And the end goal is to make humans' life better in some capacity, whether it makes trade more efficient or makes, like, sovereignty more approachable or, or, or more reachable, rather. Um, but at the end of the day, right, like, Luke didn't lose his Bitcoin because of a problem with Bitcoin. No. Luke lost his Bitcoin because humans make mistakes. Yep, and 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 they're going to keep making them. Even the devs, even the even core is, devs. Yeah. It, it, people, yeah, people have used that as a reason to say Bitcoin core dev can't even hold on yeah. to keys. Here's why you shouldn't either, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. That's like that almost angers me because it's like it's one thing if you're just like Bitcoin's a scam. Like, but okay, now you're taking what you know is not the truth. Mm-hmm. And spinning it to push your and to push a narrative that, does, that that's, that's a false not, narrative. That's, a yeah. fa- that's taking away from the cause that you say that you are here to to push forward, mm-hmm. right? Like, and then at the same time, in the same breath, say, "Well, I actually self custody mine still." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, dude, go somewhere, bro. And I, but, and, I and I yeah, and it, it's 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 disgusting that they're doing that. But but the what people I think and I think it's a, it's a disingenuous argument because yeah the. Okay, you could say okay, the core dev didn't even do this. I think well, so what? Like he's because he's human. He, he's just a he's a human, and and B, he had more confidence in his own ability, yeah. which actually made him do something that was less secure. And in fact, like that's actually a thing you can see in professionals, you know, all the time that they they think they 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 have so much knowledge 
that they think they're so much better that they 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 they, they ignore careless mistakes and yeah because yeah, they because they oh I know this so they allied over an simple. expert right yeah um I mean it, it, as a as an example you know how many how many lawyers out there don't have an estate plan like people who literally took estate planning in law school mm. how many don't have it mm. I mean not gonna name names but I know some right, that right. don't have it sure and um but it's a it's a thing that you should that every lawyer knows they should have. Do they, no, do I've, they really? I've, I've, uh, I've, that reminds me of, yeah, I've talked to some people who, you know, call it like, what is it? Eight figures, like 10 mm-hmm. mil plus net worth. Didn't have a light, uh, will. Yep. And didn't then have so, a, didn't have a trust in nothing. And I'm just like, how'd you make it this far? Dude? Well, and, and, it, and it's, and it's a, oh, you know, I don't need it. I'll get to it eventually. It's like, you might die right yeah. now. You might die right now on this phone call yeah <laughs> you don't know well and and some similarly we, we don't know we don't know luke's whole situation but right, right. you know core dev i think i'll get to it i'll get to it right like i know what i need to do i didn't do it that's you know and that's a human thing it's mm-hmm. like there's just a level of comfortability that people complacency they're I'm, I'm good you know this is why like i'm so adamant about you buy bitcoin you better get your wallet set up mm-hmm. In the same one swift motion, you better buy, set up the wallet, and send it to the wallet, and back up your seed, and put it in the tamper evidence bag. Do it all at once, mm-hmm. because if you leave one step, you'll forget for later. Mm-hmm. You just may not come back to it, and you just may like, or you may forget, yeah. and you, or, you, or you may get careless, and, and you, you know, you may set up a multi sig wallet, go through all this crap to create like three different keys, and right, like mm-hmm. they're all, and then. Put them all in the safe together. Oh, yeah. And like, and, and then, then the your house, house burns, burns down. down. Yeah. And then they're all gone. Yep. Right. Whereas if you had the seed phrase, just the one, you would have been able to recover it, which actually made it worse for yourself because your output descriptor was also in the safe. So, yep. if you just yep. had the seed phrase in your cloud, you might have been able to recover it. So, yeah, I see people, I see this all the time where people get complacent, they get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I try my best to, to practice what I preach and like I am paranoid is all heck dude yeah and i hope that it's for good reason i hope i'm not just like paranoid and like you know increasing all that like you know stress in my life for no reason but well it's the complacency that makes you forget steps in your own life like, right. and it's it's it's, it's all, even for experts it's often easier to describe to someone else what they should do and tell them and, and you know, yeah. lock them down and then in your own life just forget yeah because no, you're like oh i, I know this I, <laughs> Um, you know, part of, part of the thing, if you are married is, um, making sure that your partner can recover of course, things, because right. what because happens, they can't and, do it like in the banks where they just change yeah. the title. Well, and, and, you know, if, if you happen to, you know, get incapacitated and they need access, um, they need to know how to do it. Right. So, uh, well, I'll be realistic. My handwriting is Mine's complete terrible. Shit. So when I. Uh, in, in the early stages, when we, when everything was handwritten, I wrote down the seed phrase and I made sure that my wife could read it. Um, and I had, so I had to read it back to me and I had her copy it. Yeah, and so in her handwriting. In her handwriting. And so we basically Smart. checked everything. Um, you know, and cause I wanted to make sure that like, if there was a situation, she understood a, how to get to everything, B, how to, how to recover it. Yeah. Um, and, and all, and go all through it. Now my children are, are too young to do that, but you know, when they do get older, you know, they'll go Same through the whole thing. thing. Um, now, of course, you know, we've graduated from paper to, you know, st- stamped steel, and steel, steel yeah. uh, which is a uh, long, better long-term solution, I but would, they can find it. I would encourage you to put that in a tamper-evident yeah. package. Mm-hmm. Take the steel, 
and then put that in a transparent or translucent tamper evident package that way because the steel like obviously the material is not going to degrade yeah but you don't know if somebody is taking a picture of the steel steel seed words and like who cares if it's in steel if somebody's got a you know digital copy of them in your phone so the tamper evident bag you know with certainty it's never been viewed mm-hmm. um they and make that, clear tamper evident bags too which obviously that, yeah. you would well, not if, want and then in, in any case unless, unless you have one of those steel where the steel is oh where it's like up in ball, yeah. yeah oh well that that's where, you, where you have to open where it they're up. clamped mm-hmm. right um, but, but you could unclamp it take a picture of it and clamp it well, back. that's true whereas the tamper evident bag you can't reseal it. Yeah. So like, you know, and the bags have numbers on them. That was, yeah, you pop them So you know, them, yeah. even if somebody like opens your tamper evident bag, writes your seed phrase down from your steel plate, gets a new tamper evident bag because they brought it with them, yeah. reseals it because they're slick because they've thought it through. Tamper evident bag has a number on it. Yeah. I guess if they were able to like spoof the number, now we're now we're really yeah. getting. Then, then, then stuff. they're really like then they're. Then you thought <laughs> if they're if after you, you knew the tamper evident bags bag number before you were an attacker. That's some deep shit, dude. Yeah. Like you had to have some like man on the inside. Like, well, if they are after you, you like they're gonna get you. If they're after <laughs> me, me, I would highly encourage you to go after someone with a yeah. lot more money <laughs> because yeah. you're going to go through a lot of effort well, for very little return. All security is about that, right? It's it's about it's about a uh, trade off between um like because if they, if if somebody is really like if if somebody has unlimited resources to come after you, they're gonna get you, right? Like. The question is, well, unlimited risk return, yeah. right? So well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, sure. Like, and that's the other thing. It's like, we, we, you know, we're talking about self custody. Like I tell people, you know, you can store Bitcoin on your phone. It's fine. Right. If it's like Just, 10 bucks. Right. Oh, like, or I usually say like a hundred. A hundred bucks. Or, you know, if it, I say I would never keep more Bitcoin than the phone is worth. Well, that's a, what I tell a, them. A, more Bitcoin than the phone is worth or B, like how much, how, like if you were walking around downtown, um, downtown cash, city, right. how much cash you keep in your pocket? Don't like keep any more Bitcoin than that either exactly. in your wallet. And right. so like, but if you're, you also, you know, you don't need to spend, you know, hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars on a custody solution or, 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 or securing yourself with keys that are geographically distributed for hey, 50 man, bucks. I got to earn a living somehow. But what I'm saying is it's about like, it's, you gotta, you gotta figure out. And of course, it's about it's about how much what are you what are you securing like you, effectively you wouldn't you wouldn't buy a 10 million dollar safe to store a tic tac correct yeah and you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't well, right and i use yeah. that same like logic too it's like i mean the the level of security that your your stack needs is really contingent on how big yeah. how big it is how, and how much how, big it's going to be in 10 years yeah so. how bullish you are and also like the how you do it is determined among the risks that you're most concerned about mm-hmm. right because like if you're if you're worried about if you, external attackers, then you'll do something different than if you're worried about yourself. If I'm worried about external attackers, just an example, brain wallet's probably the mm-hmm. I mean, like not one that you create with song lyrics, but like literally just memorizing twenty four seed phrase, mm-hmm. twenty four word seed phrase. You don't want to have it written down anywhere. You can't you can't stop them. Like yep. if somebody comes with your gun, like they can do whatever, right? Like if it's in your head, you just don't tell it to them. I mean, look. Well, that was that guy in the guy in Germany who was like refused to tell him what the seed phrase was, and they ended up because like, he was yeah was under arrest, and they uh, they ended up releasing him because he's just like I'm not going to tell you, right? Like, and yeah, I mean, and there's some downsides to that, right? Because if you get hit over the head, now no one knows your seed phrase, and that for your family, yep. this is why like multi-sig to me seems like a good solution most of the time for stacks that are meant to be hollowed for yep. like for long term, and that's because the- then you give like your heir a key. 
you, you create a you know majority quorum mm -hmm. and you, you you have that like flexibility in place ahead of time to change to plan, things, yeah. to plan for things because you don't know what might happen if you're gonna have a heart attack or if your house is gonna burn down or you're gonna both get in it you and your wife are gonna get an airplane crash together because you're going to the Bahamas because Bitcoin went to a million dollars and now you oh my wife knows my seed phrase in pincos too oh well you both died so now you're really so like people you know it's that's really why like I don't know that like security isn't there is no silver bullet it truly yeah. is so much of a um you have to figure out what your what's your yeah. personal model profile, that, yeah. right what's your risk profile that what's the risk you're most concerned about what's the likelihood of those risks mm -hmm. and then how do we take corrective or preventative action so that we you know mitigate the opportunity the, the chance yeah. of that happening because yeah, the vast majority of people out there aren't they don't got yeah like a, the, the, the external attack vector aside from hacking isn't isn't a, that big a deal it's, no. it's well, most mostly most broke well, yeah, most people are broke, but and most people are the ones who are going to lose their shit. Right. They're going to, they're like, so yeah. And so in, in that, in the nature of that, um, person who was saying like about, you know, Luke Jr. And how this is exactly why people shouldn't self custody. You know, I will give them a ounce of credit in that. Like most people, like most people will lose their funds more likely than they will get attacked and yeah. like what happened with luke and if you don't think you can self-custody first off i would challenge you to reassess the, and and see if that is actually the case right but if you truly like i've met some people who i'm just like you know what you shouldn't self-custody because you're a liability yourself and i will tell them that and i'm like you're my friend but <laughs> your life's a train wreck bro <laughs> <laughs> and um that person shouldn't self-custody so like I think there is a case where some people probably shouldn't self custody. Um, and, but the only reason it should be is because that person is like mm -hmm. not up to the maturity level of personal responsibility to where they could, but like blanketly saying that this is why because of an attack. Yeah. When it was really the attack, that's never the case. It's usually loss because mm -hmm. of carelessness. Right. Yeah. Well, and this was carelessness. I would stay in still it's, in some degree, but yeah, it's carelessness. He had a, yeah non-multi-sig you know thing stored stored on a on a network connected computer and somebody right. got to it um, and called it cold storage yeah which is you know i uh, think it's not cold storage yeah. it was best lukewarm <laughs> and, lukewarm, I'm, I, and I'm, not the, I'm not the progenitor of that one i, I saw that on twitter who, okay who was the first person that said that you that you saw i i the first i think i think i saw jameson lop say that but i'm not 100 percent. i think yeah Jameson's a he's a funny cat, dude. but it was fun. Like, but um, <laughs> it's Luke. And I don't mean I don't and I don't mean to make fun. I guess like, it's called Luke War. Oh my god, dude, that not, is a good not tweet. to make light of the guy, but it, like, no, I mean, but it was uh, life short. You got to yeah. make light of it. And uh, but yeah, that's why we have so many different solutions from you know writing it down, putting it on a piece of paper, self custody, all the way through collaborative custody, through joint custody, through um, you know multi sig with a with a with a um, uh, you know, a, a party like Casa yeah, or collaborative or, Casa yeah. Unchained Keeper. I yeah. was looking at Nunchuck. Nunchuck. Yeah. Well, their app's super buggy. I'm nah, when, I don't it, use it. when it. I try, I try out all of them because I'm I want to know what I'm competing against when I'm selling. You know, yeah. uh, and like what the competition is, and have uh, educated viewpoints on like why or why not that would be a good solution. Keeper's legit, dude. I've been, um, I'll have to look at that. It's in beta test net only. Okay. Um, so you can't use it with real funds yet, but, um, it's like pretty similar to Casa Unchained, 
lot of that stuff you compare like the tap signer or the cold card nfc or ledger i think treasure's coming soon foundation passport you also could do a hot wallet they have a server key that you could use or you can use a friend's key oh like so you have the ability to do like collaborative like you could be one of my keys or um they could be one of my keys like keeper themselves Mm -hmm. Or I could have one on my phone, or I could use one of many different type of hardware devices. So they really give you a lot of different choices on how you want to do it. And I think, look, I think this is good. Like, obviously, it's competition for us. Mm-hmm. Like, but at the same time, like, competition is good for the ecosystem. Yeah, it's good. Right? For the like, it's not good yeah. for companies because competitions erode profits mm-hmm. and distribute the pro- or, or rather they they take they remove the privatization of the profits and distribute them to the consumers as a surplus instead well competition is 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 capitalism to function needs competition if you don't have competition your capitalist society is really just um command a, well i mean command yeah but it's 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 like um corporate socialist well that's yeah. like what i mean some some industries are like that like yeah. the utility industry that we were talking about most of it's like most of it's completely, you know, it's like a duopoly or a regulated monopoly. Yeah. Um, but no, I, re- I just remember reading Peter Thiel's book, Zero to One. Yeah. And he's like, competition is the e- e- enemy of profit. Mm-hmm. You do not want competition. Trust me. As a consumer, you want nothing but competition because that compresses the company's margins makes, mm-hmm. and makes you get more for your money. But as a producer, as a company, the last thing you want is competition. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. like, and I see, and I've, and I, after I read that book, I saw like some stuff on like Twitter, some Bitcoin CEOs are like, you know, com- competition is good. Like, it's good for, and I'm like, dude, shut up. Yeah. Like, you know, this sucks because your revenues are down and like they're taking business market share from you, but it is good for the community. Well, and, and it is good for the greater ecosystem. And Bitcoin's kind of this weird thing where like if the ecosystem grows, it kind of like gives it back to yep. your company. Whereas exactly. like in a privatized, like let's say a Visa, like there's no benefit to if you're MasterCard, comp- there, if Visa benefits, you don't, right? Like it's direct competition. Well, so one of the things about Bitcoin is that because because it's a unitary money. The open network. Right? Yeah. Well, not just an open network. I'm talking like just even writ large. The, the, what does the, that mean? The, the, the monetary th- not not just the monetary network, but the the, the entire concept of a um of, of of a of a fixed money supply means that any improvement that I make to society, not just to the money, not just to the system, but any improvement that I make to society gets embodied in the money itself. And the value of it. Whereas yeah. that's be, why it's deflationary. That's why it's deflationary. But um, so let's think. Let's think about we had a, last couple of months. Um, the uh, mind um, was it mind journey mid journey um, yeah. GPT three chatbot yeah. all of these AIs have been going crazy yeah it's, and it's crazy like, how fast they're improving too well with a in a fiat system all of the benefits to society from those things are going to be captured by either the company itself or the government by inflation mm. so the company itself is going to keep a lot of it right and then inflation is going to get all of the rest of the value whereas in a in a deflationary currency like bitcoin all of the benefit to society that these things create all of the improvements to productivity distributed to all the holders all the holders get it in proportion to how much they have of course but it all accrues to the money itself have you seen croesus's uh bitcoin real estate chart i i i I, I, we we talked about this and i think i might have talked about this in the episode with 
Adam or maybe it was with Rob. It was with Rob. Okay. Yeah, because we we joked. It was how he opened because I was like, oh, this is Rob was like, we're just renaming this the Creases Simp Podcast. <laughs> um, and yeah, Rob, we were talking about that, how it, with like the, the current, you could only own the internet, like you could only own the private companies that mm-hmm. built on the internet and funneled the profits from the internet to their own shareholders. Yep. Whereas like you can do that, you know, if you want to buy shares in Coinbase, you can. Mm-hmm. But you can also skip all that bullshit entirely just and just money. go straight to the protocol itself, which accrues the rest of the value. Yep. Sure, Coinbase is going to accrue some of it because they may your company. You know, they do things better than people at some at in some ways, um, other companies. But but anything you, extra you don't have make. to, right? Yeah. You it's not a, like either you're you're bidding up this overvalued stock mm-hmm. because it's the only way to get ownership of this revolutionary technology, or it goes to the government. <laughs> Yeah, it the, goes to everything. It's yeah. like, that's a, neither of those are good choices. And because the government this is just going to burn it. Like, the Cantillion, right? Yeah. It's Cantillion effect. Which means it's really not going to the government. It's going to the ultra-rich. The, the ultra-rich who are closest to the The printer. cartel. Yeah. Do you think that America is a cartel? I think everything's in a like, cartel. In the, yeah. in the big, like the most general sense, like when I think of, you know, I've watched like some of the uh, Narcos shows mm-hmm. on Netflix and all. And I'm just like, the United States is like that cartel that got so big that like it just couldn't be stopped. And now we're like, we're in charge. Like well, it's a legal cartel. It's like the mob. Yeah. Like, well, it's all, like if you don't, if, like if you don't give me 30% of what you make, I'm going to cut your fingers off. That's the that's what fucking taxes are. No, I mean, that's, <laughs> like what? That's a, I mean, is it? We live what, under the mob. Yeah. Well, that's basically what all governments are. It's the, it's the largest cartel. It's the biggest mob. The one that made it. Yeah. To the, the one top. that made it to the top that, that that takes for itself the uh the 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 monopoly and violence and um uses that to enrich itself through taxes through creation of money yeah. and, the and all of money. bitcoin it seems like hey like let's just take that little part out because mm-hmm. the reality is that united states government or whatever the state look if there's a vacuum of power another mob or another organization it might be smaller it might be like you know a little small private military believe me believe me like there's not just going to be this power vacuum no. at the top and people are just all going to live in anarchy and hold hand or hold hands or i don't know like what it, well, bitcoin what, bitcoin in that sense is a lot like um uh, a, a the constitution and i know a lot of a lot of a lot of um, a, like a framework it, well in a sense that the, the constitution is imperfect in this sense but it's a it's supposed to be a limitation on government power. Now it's a limitation on government power so much uh, only to the extent that the government decides to ex- or, you know respect follow it. it. Follow yeah. it. So it's <laughs> in, it, it's right. imperfect in that sense. But it's also more perfect than a lot of the other situations we have in the world right. for government. So was to say like the America, the democracy is the the best of the worst kind of, or the it, yeah it's the, it's the best it's, worst kind of government or something. Always, it's the it's the um, the best of all the bad solutions. Or yeah, something. yeah, that's um, what it is. Yeah, but, best uh, of all the shitty solutions. Yeah. But in this case, Bitcoin, being that it's a voluntary system that everybody can join or not. Or leave. Or leave. But because of the way it's designed, nobody can control it. So if everyone is in it, nobody, the, the, no one group can, can unilaterally say, yeah, we, this whole freedom of speech thing, we don't like that anymore. So we're just going to ignore it. So, but you can't do that in Bitcoin. 
right? So if, if assuming everybody's in it. Now, right now, we're in a situation where it's, you know, it's it's monetizing itself. It's 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 coming to fruition. Right. It's and like a preteen going through those growing pains, yeah. got acne all over it, just shot up growth spurts, can barely walk right because yeah. it's still getting Bumping used to into, being six the walls foot tall. Yeah. But uh, once it once it gets, you know, once we get past all that and it's a and it's a dominant thing, it's a limitation on the power of the the, the, the final state. power of the state, right? And you know, in a way that where the state can't ignore it in the same way that it can't like we, I mean, we saw the Patriot Act. We know that they can, that the United States government isn't supposed to have general yeah, warrants, but, but we kind of do. do. Like, I watched an interview this morning, uh, of a, of a hacker. His name was Gummo. I haven't seen that yet. It's, it's like two years old. It was a 45 minute interview. It was kind of like a, not like a confessional thing, but it was kind of like very silent, like not a lot of questions. He was just like, here's my story. It was mm-hmm. just like telling his story. And man, he was like, everything you put out, there's no, he's like, there is no such thing as privacy. Yeah. If you think you have privacy, think again. Yeah, everything's out there. Like, and then he started, and he said one thing about the RFID uh, or the car clicker. Oh, yeah. And he was like, people are just so oblivious. They hit that unlock thing, and there's a radio wave traveling to your car. I got a little intercept device. Thank you. Nah, that's my $120,000 car. Yep. Unbelievable. And we just like throw caution. Like, dude, I need multi-sig to start my car. Like, and this is like, truly, I, I think we're going there because like with LastPass breach mm-hmm. now, yeah. like I'm, dude, I'm, I'm like so, like I said, I'm paranoid as all hell. I'm so, so paranoid. I use my real name online. I don't know why. Well, I mean, because of the podcast. Well, the probably, podcast. I mean, I, I like. I this didn't. Better be worth it. I dude. didn't. Please learn. subscribe. So doxing myself was worth it. Thanks. I didn't. Like, I didn't. I, I mean, I grew up. I, I, I graduated college in two thousand, so I'm a bit older. Um, but back then, yeah, we didn't. I mean, some people did, but a lot of us were growing up then. We just and we didn't used our real name. It. We didn't think about it. We didn't. Um, so like, I was doxed uh, um, early on, and then. Yeah, so posting things of Facebook and yeah. stuff, and just like not even thinking about like this will be here five hundred years from now. I mean, hell, the the my <laughs> my initial uh, username online was just my initials, and just, I didn't care. Yeah, like people with their put their birthdays and their yeah. usernames. And I'm stuff. a lot more careful with my kids than yeah. I, well, I than I we, was because we've, we've learned because yeah. we've made the mistakes and we've learned and but I mean now but they but use it, it so much more too. But they I know that more artifacts. I don't I don't publish photos of them online. Oh, no. But I mean, I do. I mean, I take photos of them on my phone and they're in, they're in the phone. I mean, I know that means that right. they're getting, they're getting organized. Right. Like, but it's, it's, it's similar. It's, a, it's, a th- it's like, where are you, the spectrum? Like, where yeah. do you, where is like, okay, here's where I draw on. For some people, it's way over here. For some people, it's way over here. So, so again, the, it's like security is like, where, what's, what's your But you also got to realize, you know, all of these things that we think about, when you, when, you, when you go down the privacy rabbit hole, you realize, oh wait, I'm leaking, I'm leaking all this information Everything. everywhere. It, well, that's, you but can't, you, know, you, you got to realize it's not that it's not that, that people are doing this like willy nilly because we are, but society at the moment kind of still works, right? Like it that, that's that's almost the that's almost the the weirdness of it. It still it still fucking works like the badly, right? I right. mean, and we definitely need to fix things, and we have all of these attack vectors, but all these attack vectors are lying out there, and that's what, 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 what bit devs a couple of days ago. Um, and th- this is where I think that it would, when, when we we had that talk a couple minutes ago about how oh you shouldn't self-custody because it's too dangerous right well but 
once you realize all this shit's out there and all this, all these attack fixes, you got to fix all these, you got to plug all these holes. People will start to realize that, I mean, it, it's similar to how, you know, uh, before Elon Musk took over Twitter, you had, you know, all this censorship on Twitter and all the, uh, a, a large chunk of say, let, let's call it the, you know, large chunk on the right side. We're saying, you know, Twitter's is suppressing our speech and the left wing was saying, oh no, they're not, you know, it's not a big deal, you know, Until whatever. Until it starts happening to them. Well, and then Elon takes over and starts opening everything up and we see all the Twitter files, we see that all this stuff is happening and all the, uh, you know, the whole left wing people is like, wait, now we got to go to Mastodon because we don't want to get censored by Elon or we don't like all these right wingers there. So I think that like- Which Mastodon is- Yeah, well, Mastodon is Mastodon, right? But at the same time, it's like people start, until they're getting attacked, they're not going to realize it. So right. now, then you have LastPass, LastPass gets, gets, gets hacked. So it's like, okay, well, LastPass was a centralized custodian right. of your passwords. Right. And now, the, like, thank goodness they use zero knowledge encryption. Well, there's some arguments out there that not even that was good enough for some people. Oh, like, well, like uh, if you used a poor master password. Well, is, uh, yeah, I think it's somebody who uh, is an Ethereum guy who said he, he had lost a bunch his of, wallets. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And he, of course, why are you storing your wallets on LastPass? But that right, aside, I, I have more questions than answers on that. But yeah, <laughs> of course, of course, because is that an elaborate boat yeah. uh, um, a boat attack too? Is it? Yeah, I mean, um, but now you people start to realize that all of these things that they either thought was safe. Or they knew weren't safe, but they were using anyway. Uh, you know, maybe we should. Um, the, the the promise of Bitcoin and the in the decentralization of money starts to look really good when you start look in, in the decentralization of everything because identity, all this stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, Noster, right? Like yeah. that's like a public private key social mm -hmm. media network. That's the thing is that we yeah. have these rules in place, but we're rewriting the the game. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what the sovereign individual talks about so much. Is like this, technology kind of out invents the government's ability to enforce yeah. their control which is the game of chick you know cat and mouse or it just keeps like we figure out a way to get over their controls and then they figure out a way to put new controls on that system and then we figure out a new system and it just keeps well, going if you think about it though um a lot of these controls boil down to kyc right and uh i'm i'm with i'm with um you know matt odell and um marty bent that KYC is the illicit activity because yeah. uh, KYC basically assumes that everyone, everyone is a criminal. Right. And well, there is no privacy. That's well, what he, yeah. And, and the, some people will say, well, you know, you don't need privacy if you're not doing anything illegal. It's like, okay, well, I have two responses to that. One, um, bullshit. Uh, so if, if your argument is you don't need, uh, like you don't need privacy because you're, you're not doing anything illegal. It's like, okay. Um, when, when, when you and your partner are getting intimate, I'm just going to stand there. Right. Like, and you're going to be okay with this because you're not doing anything illegal. It's not illegal. Right? Like it's not illegal, but you clearly want privacy or your personal health information. I want to like, so right. you, you and your doctor are talking and you don't need privacy because you're not doing anything illegal. Right. Like, but really, you know, you, you, you want everybody to know that you have acid reflux, <laughs> like whatever, whatever. Right, no, like, I, know what I mean, I, privacy is key to individuality. Right. I believe it's without privacy, you aren't a person. Like you, you without, without, without the ability to have right. what's in your head. That's in your what head. I'm so fearful of with like Neuralink and all. I, I think they want to be in our head. Yeah. I, I, I truly think I know they, do. they want to be in our head to our, even the thoughts that I think. Because they pretty much got it already. Like, well, you know, I've got a Google phone. It's like in my pocket. It's listening to everything yeah. I say. Well, that's true. The, it's so anything that goes on around me, 
it hears. Mm. Half the things I see, it probably picks up on through the camera. The only thing it really don't know is what I think yeah. and don't audibly express or type. Like, because I don't even have to say it. I could type it and it'll still know. Mm-hmm. And I don't even have to post it because I could like type it and backspace it and it'll be like, ah, I still know. Yeah. But even the if only you, thing and, and is if I think it. Well, and technically, even if you're typing it on a typewriter, like if that thing is being able to pick up the audio, it could potentially know which keys you're the pressing clicking. based on the clicking wow, or sound. That's some very fine tuned machine now, learning. I mean, you, they would have to. Yeah. They, no, would, like, they would have to be really coming after you for that. But it's it's not impossible. And, but yeah, it's like, the, I mean, they're. they're but, all, but the other side of the other side of the KYC is all KYC is there for is because they're the, the government's fucking lazy. Yeah. Like you know what? For the vast majority of human history, we didn't have all this shit. And you know how they solved it? Fucking police work. Do your damn job. Yeah. Like and to this day, nobody can point to KYC and, and people have uh, point, uh, have mentioned this many times, but nobody can point to KYC actually solving a crime. No. Except okay, now we can. I think. We have that situation where um, those guys were shooting transformers in in California, and it was the their cell phone that pinged off of towers, and they they correlated the cell phones, and they caught them because oh, of that. Yeah. But but like the KYC and banks and stuff, like yeah, point point to that solving a real crime. Like oh, it's surveillance. Okay. I mean, it's surveillance. Like and, and so you're in you're in. It's, it the, mo- it's the mob wanting yeah. to make sure that they're getting their cut. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, I wish I didn't sound so like despondent about it but that's what it is we're fighting the mob the mob says we are in charge we get our cut if you don't like it too fucking bad yep and there's no other way to go Mm. because if you try to leave here guess what you're gonna go to the other mob and where it's even worse like you had said it's the the what was the best of the uh, yeah, yeah, the best yeah. of the worst or something yeah, the least bad solution the least bad solution is like but even now if you at least we let you argue at least in America, we will let you speak in public yeah. about how much you hate the mob. You still got to do everything we tell you. Well, and if you but decide, at least you can say you don't like it. But even if you decide you like the other mob better for whatever reason, you still can't leave you without get, paying a huge cut. Yeah, you got to give you got to give up half your shit to leave. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, assuming you have a net worth of a two, couple two million, million bucks, yeah. which ain't gonna be much in yeah. the future. Of course, oh. yeah, they don't all that. Yeah, the, all those, um, yeah, the ten thousand um, uh, dollar yeah. benchmark and all that. The six hundred dollars. Yeah, the yeah, they, keep, they keep bringing this it what, down. Like, okay, we'll we'll wrap up in a, in a second because I want to talk about Wyoming oh, yeah. taxation regulation, like Wyoming crypto Stuff. adoption, mm-hmm. and one of the things we'll go into that. So Cynthia Lummis put forward this uh, this bill about the six hundred dollar exemption, so you mm-hmm. can spend Bitcoin with six hundred dollars. What do you what do, what do you think about that? Because I have two thoughts. One is like it's progress. Mm. The other is like nope, it's a half measure. I want a full measure or nothing at all because $600 is going to be a dinner bill eventually and I don't feel like having to you know, play the game of like, oh, this is 599. I don't have to report it. Oh, this is 602. Mm. Like I got to pay capital gains on this. Like it's got to be a real number or it's got to be a number that's been indexed for inflation every single year it just can't be a 600 dollars arbitrary amount yeah like i literally could spend more than 600 dollars at the grocery if i needed to yeah absolutely and then um, it's not tax exempt so i got to do two transactions and make pay two on-chain fees what do you think like is it progress or is it not enough well so uh, uh 
friend of mine and I were actually talking about something like this earlier today. And, and yes, it's progress. I think it's definitely progress. And the reason why I say it's progress, because there's a lot of problem in the Bitcoin space, well, in humanity in general, but in, in the Bitcoin space, that the perfect is the enemy of the good. And right. okay. specifically, the perfect is the enemy of the good enough. Um, is her specific implementation good or good enough? That's open question. But it definitely is an improvement over the current situation where... Which is none. Everything. But is. I just worry that that is like, okay, we gave you this, so shut up. Well, so and then it's like, it's not enough. Well, so that's the... That, you know, that's, that's the, 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 now you're entering, you're entering like the, the complacency realm of politics, again. Like I'm, right? I'm, I'm worried about that same thing where like humans are complacent. They give us an inch and then they, and then we're like, okay, like we got that. Let's, let's be happy with that. We got the $600. Well, but see, so there's it's like, I want to buy a car with it. I'm not going to buy coffee with Bitcoin. What I want to buy is a down payment on a house. Well, but there's, and that's going to be more than $600. Well, that's true. But there's two ways to look at it. Like you could look at it of in that way where, okay, we got the, we got the $600. We can stop now. Or we can look at it in the other side of it, which is we got the six hundred dollars. So now we are now we're in the door. Mm. Now now we're just that's arguing. a good perspective. Now we're just arguing. Like, you know, I appreciate that because yeah. because right now we're not recognized at all. Right. You get the six hundred bucks. It's like okay, well now they've had to at least recognize us. Right. So now we're just we're in the room. We're, we're bickering over the value. Okay. And I see both sides of that. I see why um, you know why you want to say you know full measure or nothing at all because you know. Once you once you get in the door and you're arguing over values, now 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 you're to some of my friends would say now you've legitimized the system against you. Well, yes, true, but at the same time, if you don't go down that path at least a little bit, then you, you might never nothing. get it. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, it, I, yeah, it's 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 a. I would like to see a, capital gains indexed for inflation. Well, so well, one everything should be indexed for inflation. If I, if I have a 10% year over year return in the stock market, but CPI was 8%, I shouldn't be taxed at a 10% gain because I, I didn't gain 10%. Well, so here, here's, here's an argument that, that I've, um, you know, been, it's been bubbling around in my head. I don't think it'll fly, but here, the argument goes like this. There's this thing okay, in the constitution. There's this thing about, um, I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, where the government has to pay you just compensation for taking. Right. If they take your shit, they gotta pay you. Eminent domain. Eminent domain. Well, the eminent domain is one aspect of it. But you know, it's the um But who sets the what just is? Well, see, that's the that's the question. <laughs> but also, but here so the, there's a the, here's my here's where it goes. So inflation is a government policy. Like they print money and it creates inflation. We know that as Bitcoiners, that that basically the the inflation is is effectively I mean, well, hell, the the Fed's actions can right. regulate inflation. We know that. We see that day in and day out. I think even MMT people would, would agree with right. that, that, that inflation is uh, effectively a controllable, like uh, we don't necessarily believe it's controllable, but it's effectively they believe it's a controllable thing. So everybody understands that inflation is, uh, generally speaking, responsive to some extent to government policy. Well, now it looks like a regulation. So if there's inflation, then the inflated aspect of my money, so if I have a stock and it goes up by, or, or a Bitcoin or whatever, and it goes up by X percent in USD, then the inflationary component is effectively a taking. It's a tax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I shouldn't, pay, I shouldn't pay tax on my tax. Right, but you do. But I do. But, but I mean, I think somebody, some, some, somebody should, not me, <laughs> somebody should make the argument in a court saying, look, inflation is a 
effectively a tax that's a, that's due to government regulations. So um, I should be compensated. I should be paid by the government for that. For the for the penalty for the damages. That- the damages that that of that okay. quote regulatory taking. So I, I mean, I agree. think it's a, it's a mean, completely it's a completely yeah, bullshit legally argument. Right, it's it, far fetched, but at least it's it's an interesting argument. But I, think. It, I mean, it, it it is true though. Like the government has two ways of taxing, mainly outright taxation mm-hmm. or or inflation. In, inflation, yeah. They're both basically inflation's worse. I think inflation's worse because like, nobody knows it's happening because no, it's insidious because mm-hmm. it, it happens beneath the surface where you don't realize it until you've. Kind of already gotten screwed. Whereas, like, when the government steals your money right from out from under you or like in front of your face, you're like, hey, wait a second. I don't, I'm not a big fan of this. Yeah. Um, and then you go and tell your friends, and your friends are like, wait, I'm not, they're doing that to me too. And then the group mentality, you go back to the herd, right? And now we've got a rally and like now we've got a movement, yeah. right? Where, whereas inflation, where something is, can be done. Yeah. Whereas inflation, people are all so confused on what it is. And they blame the wrong party. Right. They blame it's the like, other party. It was, it's, it, they, they look at the corporations. They look at the, they look Wait. at the, the retailers and they say, it's their fault. It's inflation. You know, Biden tweeted on Christmas day, 22 gas prices were blah, 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 higher a year ago. I'm like, yeah, but how high were they two years ago? You fuck, yeah. Dude, I was like, how can you literally be trying to take credit for this right now? Well, of course, of course, the reason why they uh, gas prices went down over 22 was because they opened up the strategic petroleum reserve and flooded the market with cheap gas. And like, now we have, I and mean, now they're going up again. Oh, mm-hmm. are they? Because in the last in the year end episode, I showed the chart or we discussed the strategic petroleum reserve, and I literally the stupidest thing I've ever said on podcast. But I was like, hear me out, guys. Like. Isn't the strategic petroleum reserve supposed to be this like reserve petroleum that we use for strategic purposes? <laughs> Where's the strategy? Because like we're going to war with the biggest oil producer in the world that can play hardball for a lot longer than we can because mm-hmm. their their people are used to tough living conditions. We're used to TikTok, you know. <laughs> so like. I don't think we're we're going to handle that like if we have this like energy shortage in America I don't think our like our population will not handle it as well as as like eastern Europe or or, like or, western or, Europe. or 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 any anywhere in the world Americans are soft I, I'm just sorry I mean there's a lot of great things about America but our general population today I feel like is a one that tends towards instant gratification uh, and high time preference, and that's exactly the antithesis of like the Bitcoin movement. We fought a revolutionary war over a couple of penny tax on tea. tea. Yeah, yeah. Now people will get screwed left and right, and just say thanks for letting me exist. Yeah, as if they determined that they were allowed to live, you know, and not the Almighty. So, well, um. That was the last thing I had here, man. Um, any anything you want to like close us out with? Um, positive words of wisdom, or yeah, uh, get whatever. a get a will, hodl your Bitcoin, self custody. Get you know, get a will get, first thing. Yeah, get yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we were talking about that, and it yeah. was a like it's it is a, a good yeah. advice. Yeah, if you especially if you have kids, make sure that uh, and 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 we didn't we didn't get into it a little uh, very much, but the uh, um. Uh, if you if you have a lot of Bitcoin, you need um, you need to think about you need to think about um, 
how it's going to be passed to your heirs because it is important. Especially if you think the price could materially increase because you're going to be like, let's say, let's say you got five Bitcoin today, which is less than $100,000. Even one, even one. Right. But I'm saying five, like, which is still less than hundred grand. Like if you're 50 or something, like you should have that much saved up at least. Mm -hmm. Um, and it goes to 10 million. You're so freaking above the estate tax gift limit that you can, you're, you could start gifting strategies now and you're still not going to ever hit it. Like mm-hmm. you can't uh, get rid of it quick enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're bullish as hell, oh. then you should start thinking about this stuff now. And the last, I guess the last, especially one. when cause you can get more quantity of coins yep. into a vehicle under this, under the same threshold, like dollar amount, right? Yeah. Well, absolutely. And if, if you, if you have, uh, if you have, once it's in the trust, it's in the, tr- once it's in the trust or, or if you have kids now, Maybe establish Bitcoin accounts that are um, plausibly in their name, like I mean, they that their keys, so that uh, and put the put the coins in their name now. And so do that, they start gifting the what is it, fifteen thousand or whatever? Uh, I think it's, not, it's twenty now. Is it? Yeah, yeah twenty. Well, twenty. This per, isn't tax legal yeah, advice. Yeah, it's so not screw legal yourself. advice. But uh, the 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 last thing I would say, um, if you have KYC free Bitcoin and you uh, never mix, make sure, yes, make sure they advice. stay. Nary the twain shall yeah. meet. Yeah. Yeah. I'll add to that. Um, acquire no KYC Bitcoin if you can. And if you already have KYC Bitcoin, make sure, yeah, make yeah. sure it's segregated. And if you really want to start over, Chances are you're probably down, so now's the time to do it if you're yeah. thinking about doing it. If you want to wipe, loss wipe, if that. you're going to s- clean slate, start free. I'm not saying it's worth the trouble. I'm not saying it's worth the fees. It might be. I'm not going to tell someone like who I don't even know who's listening what's right for them. But I've w- talked to a couple of different people who've considered like so starting clean, like selling everything. But then like, okay, you have your cost basis recorded. like. Mm-hmm. Okay, like what if Bitcoin goes up while you like are waiting for the money to transfer? Do you have a plan on how you're going to acquire five Bitcoin without KYC? Like things like that. So like just remember everything you do, um, you should think through it before you do it. Yeah, think through it before you do Measure it. Measure twice yep. and cut once. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, Colin, where can, um, where can our listeners find out more about um, the stuff that you're working on personally with uh, distributed hash. Um, otherwise, where my my personal Twitter is at arsaris underscore btc. I'm uh, uh, at arsaris on Noster. Um, and uh, first Noster shill of the yeah. Bot, there dude. we go. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> number one. <laughs> um, and I did have a I do have a tweet that does include my Noster key. Um, so everybody should everybody should start using Noster if they can at least to uh, try it out. But um, uh. Uh, that's that's pretty much the primary area. I, I keep I keep a couple of things on my on my personal website crc32.com, but not much, not much there. Most of it's on Twitter. And uh, what's the oh, hosting and website? Hosting is distributed ha.sh. Uh, it's a distributed hash. Um, and uh, yeah, if they want to learn more about that, uh, go there. Um, and I've I've written for Bitcoin Magazine under my real name, uh, Colin Crossman. Um, so there's a couple articles there. Uh, a lot of stuff we've talked about has been is in those articles too. Uh, especially the bit about unitary money and uh, um, uh, a couple other things. So, cool. I enjoyed this conversation. Thanks for well, thanks stopping for by, me. making the drive all the way from 
from Cheyenne. Good old yeah. Wyoming country, <laughs> which is the least popular state. Yeah. Right? Well, 575,000 people, something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's basically a suburb. Rhode Island has more. Uh, <laughs> Rhode Island has a lot more. Yeah. Like, um, we are, yeah, we are the smallest state by population by far. Good. That's where you'll find me. Yeah. Away from me and the buffalo or the bison. Buffalo, bison. Yeah, we, have, we definitely have more cows than people. I Life. wanted to ask you about Ted Turner and the bison conspiracy, but eh, that'll, be, I'll, that'll be a good reason to get you back on there the you show. So, there you go. Um, I, yeah, whatever episode this was, I don't know, but thanks for listening. This has been Value Stack Podcast with Colin Crossman. Hope you enjoyed the show and hit that subscribe button if you did. We'll see you next time.